Black Oni. You're now listening to the Black Oni Podcast. Welcome to the Black Only Podcast, episode 53, titled, But Why? I am your host, Will Black Only Wiggins, and I am joined today by a bunch of fabulous people I've met through my journey of uh, YouTubing, Twitching, Twittering, Facebooking, etc., and comic conning. So, the first person I would like to introduce to the viewers at home who are either listening or slash watching on YouTube or are listening on iTunes or one of the other podcast apps. I don't know how many there are out there. I don't have that information, but I know that because it's on iTunes, it's on all that stuff. So first person on the list is my man. It's Yodu Chris. What's up, guys? How are you? Hope you Saturday is you know, going nice, and I uh, hope you guys keep gaming. Next, we have beautiful Christine Cheyenne, actually. Which, which do we refer to Christine, Cheyenne. Christine, okay. <laughs> so how are uh, you doing? I'm good. Hope you're all doing well as well. Oh, yeah, I'm doing great. Next person we have on the list is Jamail, a.k.a. Dream Manifested. What's going on, everybody? Mm-hmm. Next, we have May Aye. Hey, guys. How's it going? And we have Mona Ayed. Hey guys, hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, yeah, so excited to, to have all of you on here. Um, we have a lot of awesome things to talk about, some controversial things to talk about, but um, I think we are in a good position um, to, to talk about these things. One, because we're all, in one way or another, passionate about this industry and also passionate about um, about sharing our, our thoughts on, on what's going on in the industry. So, um, you guys can probably hear me typing away on my computer, getting like all this stuff situated. <laughs> so, the first thing I want to do as our kind of intro to each other, kind of learning more about each other, is our uh, icebreaker. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that gun. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I want to ask you. Who is the sexiest character in gaming for you, or who was your first gaming crush? So you can answer either of those, or if you feel inclined to do so, you can answer both of those. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, so the question was sexiest character, and what was the second one? The second one was, who was your first gaming crush? Oh. Huh. Mm. Right, right. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. So, well, there's a lot of characters I find sexy, so I don't know if I can pick one. They all... <laughs> Lord Shap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, did you say Lord Shap? <laughs> <laughs> From Destiny, Will. From Destiny. Oh, I'm sorry. See, that's, that's, he doesn't know because he doesn't play the damn game. Listen, <laughs> listen, motherfucker. I play Destiny every once in a blue moon, okay? It's the guy that yells at you when you're in Crucible. Oh, okay. It takes like 15 minutes, like, you know what, I'm done with this shit. 
I don't even know he's if he's beaten the game yet. God. I have beaten it, sir. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he gets it. He's like, well, like, fuck this shit. Yes. Wait, so um, was, was that was that your <laughs> no. was that your your game crush? Well, no, actually, I have I have way too many, but I think um one character I find really sexy actually lies behind Chris's uh wall poster. Okay, that would be him. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Connor Kenway, aka yeah. Raton Keaton. Mm. Uh-huh. He's pretty sexy. I He's my favorite. Oh yeah, I love him. Actually, most AC characters are, so, I mean, you know. But, okay, yep, that's mine. Okay. <laughs> and uh, who else would like to go next? <laughs> See, now you got to go next. Yeah. I heard you giggling. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually thought um, Booker from Bioshock Infinite was the hottest character at that time. Like, for me, I was like, yo, Booker. Okay, okay. So. <laughs> He's a good-looking dude. I like him. He's pretty cool, so... Yeah. It's a sexy dad. It was, right. it was, <laughs> it's a sexy dad effect. You're just like... <gasps> you're just like... <gasps> it's sexy dad. dad <laughs> oh! Oh, my God. What happened? No. Did you just, like, bite your tongue or something? No, no, no. There's a game going on in the background. Oh god damn it! <laughs> I was like, I thought you just like had an epiphany. Yeah. Like, who so now, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to you next, Chris. Who? Ah. Uh, yeah, you know that's gonna happen. Well, my first gaming crush, I I remember this vividly. Um, you guys remember Resident Evil One, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Jill Valentine. Jill okay. Valentine. <laughs> Something about her with the whole cop outfit. I was like, so young. I was like. Uh, on down there. No. No. Like handcuffs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. No. I know you like them handcuffs. <laughs> no, hides all my shit. No, but um, and the sexiest video game character lately that I found is uh Sid from Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, Holy shit! Mm. I don't know what it is. A mechanic knows about cars, helps out the um, you know, Noctis and his uh bros, and it's like she's. Hot, so it's like uh. that's totally legit. So the mail, I'm gonna call on you. Well, the first video game crush I had, and mind you, I was a child, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, at Chuck E. Cheese, there was a Bucky O'Hare arcade station, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jenny O'Hare, you know, oh. who was rather buxom. At the time, so I was like, you know what? She got it going on. She had it going on. <laughs> so that's, that was the first one. And now, I mean, there's just, just, just too many to choose from. There's so many. But, uh, you know, I'm going to stick. I'm going to go ahead and uh, say Jack off of uh, Mass Effect. Okay, okay. Oh, Jack, yeah. That yeah. Mohawk is hot. Um, the the shaped sides and everything. Oh, God. That was my girl right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, you like being pushed around, huh? Hey. <laughs> I totally, I totally uh, feel you on that one, though. Jack was a, she was such an awesome, badass character, and I think, I think people who liked her attitude a lot. That was like the big thing about her that people were like, "Yo, dude, Jack, all the way." I'm a romance, I'm a romancer, you know. It's just like romance the hell out of that. <laughs> <laughs> um and did we already get yours, May? No. Um, 
I can't remember like who the first gaming crush would be, but I want to say I think like the sexiest character would have been like Ezio Auditori. Mm. Just like oh, yeah. he had like the voice, the attitude, like the tragic past. <laughs> That's um, fantastic. Shut up, I don't ask you. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, I think, yeah, he would be like the sexiest character there is because he's pretty Sorry. and I like him. <laughs> Wait, beard or no beard? That's the, no, that's, uh, that, that's the question of the day. Young, uh, old. Shit. Yeah. I want to say the Brotherhood goatee. Mm. Right? Uh, that's... I think that was like his best look. <laughs> really, Chris died inside when you saw it. <laughs> Why? It looked so good. Uh, I don't know. I like the older. Yeah. Ezio. Yeah, you like the old Ezio. You like, like the, the full beard, beard and like the the, the 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 maturity level. He's like fifty something and he's picking up girls like half his age. I'm like, yeah, he like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like that 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 man that man. Literally. See, he's still got it. Goals, huh? Like fifty something. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So first, I want to say before, do we? Did I get everyone? You didn't go, did you? Oh, you didn't go. Trying to I sneak out of this. Try to be all schmoozing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to say before I say mine. Um, there are a couple people in the YouTube chat that I want to give shout-outs to. Uh, so first person, uh, Marvin Tillman. Uh, thank you so much for joining the the live stream. Trent two one nine, JKS. Thank you so much. We got. Uh, let's see who else is on here. Randall. Let's see. We got a couple of other Maui player. We got a couple of other people who are saying stuff in the chat, but they actually answered this question as well. So we have we have a vote for Laura Croft, uh, which is ooh shit. How could we yeah. forget that? How did you forget Laura? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. That's yeah. a great oh, one. Boy, that was the first game that introduced me to mods, boy. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know, and then now I know that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Laura. We have uh, we have Aya Bray. Oh yeah, from Parasite Eve. Oh okay. Wow. I was like, where? Who is she from? I never played Parasite Eve, so I'm interested to. Good to game. If you ever want a good, like, to a, mm-hmm. like a PS1 classic flashback, it's a really good game. Mm. It's so hot. Uh, Chun Li was uh, Jade's oh. uh, game crush. Them thighs, though. Yeah, I'll I'll be with you on that one. I love Chun Li. <laughs> never. I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna leave you alone on that one. Leave me alone on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm just gonna say I was gonna make comment, comment, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have it. Oh no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna hear this comment now. This is all part of the. Uh, this is all part of the podcast. I want to hear what you about to say. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> right. See if, if this is lame, you're gonna let me down. I wanna. No, I'm just saying you you and your your fetishes are being smothered by them legs. I know what you be thinking about. <laughs> we had to see. I don't know. We had this conversation, and I was trying to tell like no. Well, you could die that way. It's not the way you want to go out. And you know, if you if you're gonna die anyway, that's I don't think I'm gonna die. So yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm just gonna just put it out there. Taking much myself. So if Mona were to die, just if, big if, big if, fucking if. You wouldn't want to be smothered by Chumley's legs. Come on. <laughs> Um, and we had a, a vote for Nathan Drake as well, and I think that's yes. also. Ooh, oh, yes. 
Nobody likes cold. What about cold? Why cold? Yeah, yeah, cold. Cold. Yeah, cold. Cold. Train, baby. Cold. Wait, which cold are you talking yeah. about? You talking about cold from uh, Gears of War, baby? You know, cold train. Okay, okay. The pain train, baby. I'm about to talk about cold from Infamous. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta get some brothers representation up in here. Where the where the where's the brother love? <laughs> um, my option. If it wasn't gonna be Chun Li, because let's be honest here, that's that's Bay right there. Um, I think I think my first video game crush, where I was just like, holy fuck, was Morgan from Darkstalkers. Oh, oh yeah. Because her whole thing is about being yeah, very sexual. Out. Like that's her that's her thing. So um, I think I, I might have saw her the first when I was playing uh, Marvel vs. Capcom one on Dreamcast. And I saw her. I was like, "Those are boobs. Those are boobies." <laughs> the very skin-tight outfit she's got there, and then she's like, she's got these very provocative stances, and she's a succubus, and she kind of like takes people's souls and consumes them and shit. So I'm like, "This is a very what do you say? What? Talking <laughs> <laughs> <Not> that shit? <laughs> what about Ramathal? I like her. I like her a lot. Are you talking about from Guilty Gear? I surely am. <laughs> what about Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil? Yes. Um, wait, you said Leon S. Kennedy? Yeah, from Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, dude, he's fucking hot. <laughs> he he, like, even in RE2, he's just kind of like the newbie cop that gets thrown into a world of, you know, pure evil. And it's like, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a scared little lamb. Yes, yes, good. Every cop's first, first experience. Oh, God. Zombie <laughs> <laughs> apocalypse, essentially. So... Yeah, we got some people who are also uh, appreciating that Leon action as well. So before we jump into the rest of the podcast, uh, I want to give you guys an opportunity to plug the things that it is you guys do. So many of you uh, are involved in gaming or uh, or involved in, I guess, nerd culture in general in one way or another. So first I'm going to start with It's Yodu. Where can people go to interact with you on the social media platforms as well as see more of what you do and what it is that you do? I don't even know what I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess Instagram, um, as always, it's uh, it's Yoru, it's I-T-S-Y-O-R-U. Um, I've been uploading more and more pictures recently, you know, because I usually go like six weeks without uploading it, but I'm being better about it now. So uh, come check it out, Tumblr, I'm on there as well. I mean, if you want to just see my silly shenanigans being posted everywhere. And then, um, yeah, just go from there. And also, make sure you guys go follow him on Twitter as well. Oh, I forgot I have a Twitter now. You're right. <laughs> you do have a Twitter. <laughs> I had to make one for this, and I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but this dude is a cosplay beast, so if you guys are interested in cosplay, uh, you want to see uh, you want to see more of his sexy face, make sure you guys go check him out on Instagram, uh, Tumblr, and Twitter. Twitter. Twitter, I forgot. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> um, what about you, Christine? Um, I actually just recently made a cosplay page, which is weird because I've been cosplaying for 10 years, so you'd think I would have done that sooner. But, yeah, it's um, Erlin, A-E-R-L-I-N-N cosplay. So it's I'm not really that active yet, but I'm hoping to upload more pictures soon. But, yeah, so I do finally have some social media platform, like you asked three years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> just got one. Imagine that. Yeah. I got one this year. That's so funny. And so, again, uh, this is also another uh, passionate gamer, but also cosplayer. Uh, I met both Chris and Christine um, at the same event at the same time, and they both 
knocked their cosplays out of the park. I had to get interviews with them. So you guys can actually go check out that interview I had with both of them. Um, one was uh, Assassin's Creed and one was Commander Shepard. By the way, Christine, like I've told you before, and I'll tell you again, like that Commander Shepard was just so fucking well done. Thank you. Love, love, love Mass Effect. And when I saw you, I was like, she's the most badass Commander Shepard I've seen here. I'm interviewing her. That, that took a long time to make. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it did. Yes, it did. I imagine. <laughs> and then her new Destiny cosplay is, is, I don't know how, but it's ten times better. Literally. I mm. got Yeah. Mm. And then Red Death, though. Red Death is a gun in the game. Oh, my God. I saw, I saw some images of you making it. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> and Dream Manifested. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> well, uh, our website is actually down right now, but that's going to be get back up. That's GameHow.com. But you can follow me and come hang out with me when I play some video games. Dream Manifested on Twitch and IG. Pretty much everything else is just dream manifested, but uh, yeah. So just making videos about gaming and all gaming news, I'm playing games, and gaming. Nice, nice. You see the underlying theme here. <laughs> and games. <laughs> and here's um here's another little tidbit. You know, I'm gonna see if I can get uh, dream manifested in on some some writing action on the Black Oni blog. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah yeah. At least, at least get like one little article, opinion piece. Hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's good to hear. That's what I've been trying to bring back to our site. I told you, um, when we had to, we were going through our moves and everything, and it came yeah. more like just a that hub for people to put videos. I, I would prefer to go back to writing articles. Mm. So yeah, you're always welcome. Let me know. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we have May. So where can people go to check out your stuff and what it is that you do? Um, basically, uh, I'm on like Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, everything just as May Ied. So M A I E A I Y E D, all the vowels. Um, and then I make YouTube videos, <laughs> literally. Wow. Um, uh, and I just make YouTube videos on the side about everything, well, from like video games to vinyl to makeup. Um on youtube.com slash May uh, Ali. So M-A-I-E-A-L-I. Um, so yeah, you can just find me on there and you know shout at me with your opinions on whatever. And awesome. yeah, that's just basically it. <laughs> so you I don't know if I had you added on here. I didn't know that this was your separate uh, YouTube. Oh, no, it's one. It's like a joint one for like me and Mona. Gotcha. Yeah, I jump on there from time to time, but yeah, mostly like nice She's stuff. She's so. too cool for us. She's crazy <laughs> with her IGN cool shut up <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, okay, that's easy to say when you're 40 miles away, Mona. Family, <laughs> 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 wait for the smackdown. <laughs> I know. Can you record that, please? And then <laughs> put it no, on get the ready. Channel. <laughs> I picked death battles. <laughs> This is nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and we have Mona as well. Hi. We have a Mona. <laughs> Thanks, May. Um, so I, you can find me on social media on Twitter or on YouTube with May. Um, I mostly freelance write for IGN and sometimes Polygon. So if you want to read my stuff, or I'm pretty sure you might have re read my stuff, it's on IGN. And I'm on Twitter, so it's at Mona Ayat. So nice. you guys can bother me there. Mm -hmm. 
sending we it don't to want to, now. but like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Are you guys sisters? Yes, unfortunately. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> He's probably looking himself like, they look awfully similar. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. I feel like I just heard this last name. Uh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> this is familiar. She's not the best sister. She's not, but it's okay. <laughs> what can you do anyways? <laughs> oh, my God. So good. I'm so glad to have all of you on the show, by the way. Um, you know, we have a lot of awesome things to discuss. Um, and I want to take an opportunity real quick because the last time we had Mona on the, on the, uh, the podcast, I don't know if we did like a proper interview. Oh, so God. I want to do, do kind of a, a three-way interview since we have three people. Well, Mona's been on the podcast before. We haven't done the interview with her yet. So I want to do like a kind of a three-way interview uh, quickly just to, uh, for the people at home to get a little bit more background information about you. Okay. Okay. So, um, I have the long window open. Ha ha ha. <laughs> what? So, don't mind me. <laughs> I want to ask uh, both Christine, uh-huh. uh, Mona, and May, what was your first gaming memory? And let's start with Christine. Gaming memory? Um, there's a, I can't really pinpoint it. I think I was playing with a friend on their Dreamcast or uh, yeah. It's actually I don't remember much from my childhood, to be honest. <laughs> of course there's you no know, Final Fantasy Seven uh, when it first came out, my dad bought it and I didn't play much because you know there's a lot of text and I was like seven. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Seven for seven. <laughs> yep. So um or oh, and there's also Spyro I remember playing. Oh Spyro. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's like, it, it kind of just blends together, but one of those. <laughs> yeah, Spiral's my joy. No, yeah, Spiral's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what about you, uh, May? Um, uh, Nintendo 64. Ah, don't take mine. Oh, my God. Literally, literally, I was in the same room as Mona, and it was like yeah. Nintendo 64, and we were both trying to figure out how to play Mario Kart. Um, and I remember, like, it was the weirdest thing for me. I was like, okay, but why? Like, I was like, we're all driving, but, like, why? (laughs) So, um, (laughs) I I don't know. Was I, like, I think I was maybe, like, seven or eight. I don't know. But, yeah, I was extremely puzzled by Mario Kart. So, (laughs) but here we are today. So, it's great. I bought it for us. He was obsessed with it, and he's like, oh, this just came out on the market, and you guys should play it. And we were always, like, a fan of Barbie dolls, and we were playing with Barbie dolls. And my dad came in with the Nintendo 64, and I was like, why would you do this? A full stop. Like, what is wrong with you? We could have so, bought more dolls. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how much was this? We could have gotten, like, 20 Barbie dolls. So um, he hooked it up, and we played Super Mario 64, and then he got Mario Kart. And ever since then, I think we've been hooked, like... We would just play that, and whichever Nintendo console would come out, we'd continue buying it and playing it. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so next question. <clears throat> what is your favorite game of all time? Oh, uh, no, not this one. I knew it was coming. Yes. This is exactly what I was looking for. This <laughs> is exact reaction. <laughs> Okay, again, I have a lot, but one of my favorites is obviously Mass Effect. Mm, that's a good yep. choice. That's yes. a great choice. <laughs> Strong choice. 
I miss Jack. <laughs> I, was, I have a little story about Mass Effect, but I'll tell that later. I think I might have already talked about this during someone else's podcast, but uh, I'll say it later. Um, what about you, May? Um, oh my god, Assassin's Creed 2, for sure. Mm. It was so good. It was like, um, I remember playing that for like a five-hour stretch one time, and it was like, in that five hours, there's so much that goes down in the story, and I think at the end of that five hours, I remember sitting on the couch, and I was like, okay, holy shit, like, mm. what just happened? <laughs> like, um, I, I think the story is so amazing, and like, I... Uh, at, like, GDC, I met Corey May, who, like, helped write it, and I basically, like, fell apart. I was like, hi, so, like, can we, let's talk about this real quick. This is the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, so, <laughs> so oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, okay, to... great, whatever. <laughs> He's super cool. Um, but, yeah, so that that is still definitely my favorite game, um, even after kind of breaking it down, like, a million times into, like, what I liked and what I didn't like. So, so good. Um, yeah, I love it. That's awesome. That's so hard. I don't, I don't feel like I have like a favorite game. I have a favorite game of the moment, but it's I don't know. Like, like my first first favorite game, I think, was Super Mario sixty four. Like that game. Okay. That's just touched me. <laughs> like, I just fucking love that game. Um, but recently, the one that I've been obsessed with was the uh, Game of Thrones Telltale series. Mm. Have you guys played that one? I played episode one of that. Yeah, I tried episode one because it was free, and then I binged played five episodes in one oh, or a day and a half. Because yeah. it was so good. Like, the story was good. The decisions were, like, so tough that yeah. I, I couldn't sleep at night with some decisions I made. <laughs> I was like, why am I this monster? But I have a question. I mean, uh, what about, um, you know, like, um, non-Game of Thrones fans? You know, they exist. They yeah. exist. I mean, <laughs> would it be hard to get, in, uh, you know, immersed into the game, especially since it's a Telltale game, or would it be... Uh, you know, a relatively easy... Um, I'm actually not a Game of Thrones fan, so I don't know if oh, I would good. like it or Neither. not. <laughs> so they actually kind of introduce it in a way that you actually understand what's happening, and then they'll start talking about the houses, and you'll start, by every decision you make, you'll start knowing, like, what this house does or what these people do, and they actually introduce it really well. So okay. if good. you're a fan or not, you'd really like it. Thank you. Yeah. I, I like... Game of Thrones, but I have only seen like three or four episodes of it. But I did also play that uh, that mm -hmm. game, and it was uh, only episode one, of course. But I, I was impressed with it, though. Yeah, I was super impressed because Telltale too. Like sometimes it's they don't create it as well. Like the system lags and yeah. you know, the servers, it's weird. But this one, I was really surprised with it, so mm. kept playing it. Awesome. And what made you to decide? to pursue, uh, pursue being in the game industry in one way or another. So um, the three of you do uh, some different things, but what was it that made you decide to, to go down that avenue? What do you mean in the gaming industry? Like just keep playing games or uh, So like, like you cosplay, so what was the thing that basically brought you into cosplay? Oh, it's just a really nice creative outlet. I like making things. Um, and seeing the results and just it's it's just a, it's a really really fun outlet where you can you learn a lot of skills and make a lot of new friends. Hi Chris. There yeah. Is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And as for actually gaming, not just cosplaying, it's just again it's it's fun. It's um, I like to, I prefer gaming over you know probably interacting with people normally. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's. it's <laughs> 
awesome. Yeah, it's just a fun hobby. Nice. Or a lifestyle, whatever you want. It's a lifestyle. Way of living. It's a way of living at this point. What about you, man? Um. <laughs> if you're wondering, uh, this dude, uh, the Dream Manifest, is most likely playing. <laughs> he loves to play while we stream. Yeah, he does. You might hear random spurts of aggression. Fuck you! It adds to the ambiance. It's great. A little bit. You know? She gets me. She gets me. She knows. Oh my God. It's the vibes. <laughs> what brought you into um, uh, yeah, go ahead. gaming? Um, literally, I think just like the people in it. Like I used to love just like playing games and stuff. Um, like when I was in school, um, I wasn't super like outgoing, so that was like a thing that I got into so much. And then um, when I remember like. I don't know what it was, but there was a point where I realized, like, oh, hey, there's people who do this for a living. Like, you can make these games. And then I started kind of, like, connecting with those people. And I was like, you guys are so cool. And, like, you're such a great crowd. So um, it's really just, you know, the people in it are so – people, like, in games are so awesome and fantastic like you guys. So I was like, okay, this is great. I want to hang out with these people forever. So, <laughs> so it's just, yeah, just kind of turned into, like, a hobby. And then into, yeah, like a lifestyle for sure. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I love you agree with me. I what because I did work for a year and then I took a year off because I was like I don't know if this is it for me. There's so much drama and I don't know if this is the life I want. And then a year later, I was like I feel like I'm missing something. And I felt like it was starting to be a part of my life because you do meet a ton of really cool people and you always meet new friends who are always like into the same games that you like or comics or movies. And it it just I don't know. It I felt like it was huge like piece of my heart that was missing so I went back you know for the friends and family that I made and you know haven't looked back since wow that's wonderful yeah that's a really good story too yeah wow yeah. and you know and what's really interesting too was that uh, I remember seeing videos of both both of you Mona and May uh, mm -hmm. uh -oh. uh, from back in the day. <laughs> these are these are I think it's Which my, ones? <laughs> I think oh, this no. is when you were both doing stuff with Twinfinite yeah. And Ooh, like prehistoric. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta talk about that era. <laughs> I might have still been in college at that time. I'm not sure. How long ago was that? Two years ago? Wait. Three and four. Okay. Yeah. That Whoa. sounds more like when I saw it. Wow. <laughs> Three or four years ago. That yeah. was ages ago. Yeah, so it was it was like right after I graduated college, and so I remember like looking at the videos and like thinking to myself, these two are like so silly, so hilarious, but they've got like really good knowledge of the gaming industry. Um, it would be really cool one day if you know if we like linked up and started talking. And so like over time, I reached out to the two of you. Um, I think I actually just started following you on Twitter. I think it was last year. That might have been last year. I put yeah, a right. comment on one of the videos. Um, uh -huh. And like one of you responded to it, and I was like, okay, so they're responsive. <gasps> Wait, shut up! I remember this. Yes, you do. Uh, look at that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That is so cool. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, I do remember this. Holy shit. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And this wow, was this was before I had started doing any of this YouTubing, any of this Twitch streaming. This is before any of this started. Before I even had another. This is I think before I even had my actual website. Wow. Oh, cool. This is, Pre-everything, essentially. So I just started doing this here, and then I reached out to the two of you last year, followed on Twitter, uh, and then you both followed back. I was like, okay, this is good. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> crazy. 
<laughs> no, you're cool. We we have to make sure if you're crazy or not. <laughs> yeah. That's the fact that checks, all crazy. that. There's no mistake on that. There's no mistake. Keep it low key. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's awesome. No, yes. Uh, so yeah, this is the, again. There's a lot of great people. Um, revolving around gaming, you know, many of us wouldn't have, have met if not for gaming, so I have a lot to owe to gaming, I think. Legit, yeah. yeah definitely. 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 And, you know, as corny as it sounds, you also got to give, you know, gaming thanks for teaching us lessons that we can't learn anywhere else, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah, you know, it's just like, you know, definitely, you know, making friends, you know, you know, trying to solve problems, double tapping a zombie on the floor, you know, stuff like that, right? <laughs> God damn it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want, man. We're all ready for the zombie apocalypse. I feel like 90% of us are just going to just... <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're all ready, and then it's just going to mow over us, and we're just going to be like, well, that was... <laughs> Some of us might try to uh, try to jump over zombie heads like in Dying Light and totally fail. Can you... Oh, my God, you remember that, that run? You going downstairs? Wait, what? Oh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. An angry sister in the back. <laughs> I know. I'm like their driver. I'm like their paid driver. Like, go take me to my friend's house. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Charlie. And uh, the last question of the of the short interview is: If you could make a game shortly, what would it be like? Ooh. You were not ready for that. No. no. <laughs> That's so if you if you if you want to let it kind of marinate a little while, we can move on to the rest of the podcast, and then you can say uh, towards the guest topics. Or if you do think you have some ideas or some things you'd like to do, that's hard. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, to be honest, Dragon Age kind of hits close to a game that I want because it's already you know you can play as pretty much whatever you want. Um, at one of the recent one at least. And um, it's it's got really fair representation in terms of gender and um, POC and just like LGBT, just everything. It pretty much has like something for everyone. So mm-hmm. something along those lines, I think. Okay. Yeah, Dragon Age was good. Yeah, yeah. A lot. The third mm-hmm. one was great. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I still haven't finished that one. Yeah, it's okay. See, you yeah. played Destiny and shit. You still haven't finished. Yeah. We, 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 Metal we, Gear. we don't need to go down that road right now, okay? <laughs> Metal Gear, come on! Hey, I hey. can't even finish shit. I don't even finish Well, it. look, don't worry. I'm going to stream Metal Gear, you know what I'm saying, when I when I get around to it. <laughs> yeah. I bet you will. I'm vision, ready! But the vision is a beautiful thing, though. It really is. It okay, is. I'm yeah. fucking obsessed with that game. Like, holy <laughs> shit, we just opened a can of worms <laughs> that shouldn't have been opened right now. Oh, yeah. we're actually we're actually going to transition into. Uh, yes. Into, but before. Oh my God. Before we do that. Before we do that. Before we do that. Before we do that. Okay. Do, Sorry. Do, do you remember Battle Cry? <laughs> <laughs> Two arms. If, if oh would there be anything different than what's already out there? Um. Or or. For either May or Mona. Um, social media simulator 2K16. <laughs> oh, that would be. Oh my God, May, you are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think because I'm a huge like 
um, Call of Duty fan, I would probably create something along that line. Because I love Call of Duty. I love the story, too. So I would totally make, like, a really cool cinematic Call of Duty. Like, really Starring cool Kevin Spacey. Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because let's, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> that changed you got my it, life. You got so. it. That game, holy <laughs> shit. Do either of you get Black Ops 3 on PS4 yet? May has it. I think okay. I do have it. Yeah. Okay. So what systems are on? Xbox, PlayStation? I just got it though. I'm still yeah. on GameCube. No one plays with me. I don't know. <laughs> I have both. I have an Xbox and a PlayStation 4. Word. The only way to Same. I so, um, I don't know if I have both of you on Xbox One, but I think I do have both of you and Mona, Mona and May on, uh, on PlayStation, but we'll have to make sure we exchange all of our gamer tags. Yes. Um, we should. So that we can all play together, because we haven't yeah. done that yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, the Xbox is like a recent thing, so I don't think I added everyone. So, well, guess what? Well, yeah. We can all play Destiny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck this shit. Podcast over. Why did you do this? Oh, my God. Technically, <laughs> 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 we could all play Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Will look like he's about to cry as soon as Jamal said it? It really does look... <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, we got we got division out, we had blobs out, but no, destiny. We have to fucking play destiny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the April update is coming, so you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christine's like, I will I will side with Jamal though. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate destiny. I just but I, Oh my god, y'all better not shoot me. Oh, gotta run. See, are you playing Destiny right now? I'm playing division. <laughs> no, I'm playing the division. Okay. I, so my biggest thing, my biggest beef with Division, sorry, with Destiny is that, <laughs> like, there are a lot of people who bought that game. I bought the game, of course. I loved mm-hmm. the game when I was playing it a lot. But there were a lot of people that I play with or don't play with. I would get on and only see them play Destiny. And yeah. they would complain about many of the same things that I complained about. And, like, they would buy new games, but they wouldn't play them. And so I'm like, dude. That's exactly like me. It's like, oh my god, I hate this game, and you just keep playing it. <laughs> it's the same with Call of Duty. But I buy this shit every time it yeah, comes out. I know. Holy shit! shit. Like, fuck, I hate this. Game. I love. But Call I feel Duty. like Destiny lacks so much story. Like, I can't get myself to shoot at these aliens, and there's no story. Like, it's the same fucking thing. It's so repetitive to the point where I'm like, I don't want to see these aliens because it's the same shit. Ghost yeah. scans the area, shoot the aliens, next level, and I'm like, where's the story? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Destiny, and I think Destiny Two. They're gonna be like, oh, okay, here's because they actually got Mass Effect Rider over. So hopefully, if that doesn't fix things, oh, that's real good. Right. Because I I must say, I haven't played for like six months, so you know, I'm I'm not not on the teat anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I mean, Chris, let's be honest. We just played Crucible and yelled at people because we lost. Oh my god, it was so so much fun. Yeah. Oh my God, we were just a crucible, and it, like I had like um remember what happened with the black remote? Uh, Christine um um she came over to my house one, and she's like, this remote is so bad, like it was so bad, it was moving on its own and everything, oh, and no. then we adjusted the, the the sensitivity so I could play with a damaged remote, and I was actually doing well, and Christine was just sitting there like, what the fuck? It's uh, <laughs> like this is bullshit. And then, so this is. Oh, that new remote. So this this actually ties into our next part of the podcast, which is gaming news in general. Yeah. 
What are you guys playing? Well, I think you already know. The Division! <laughs> Great. Playing The Division. 24, 25 out of 7. <laughs> 25 seconds. 25 seconds. <laughs> another hour to the day. <laughs> That's how crazy. It has ruined my life. <laughs> I don't sleep anymore. I'm so exhausted. But all I can think about is the next mission and how I can get like to level 30 because I'm still like t- level 26. Damn. Damn. Oh, you slack and playing? I know. No. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like, I have a problem and I get these new games and I play them. Without stopping, aside from Metal Gear Solid, shut up, Will. <laughs> I have a whole summer off. Do you know what this means? No school in the summer for one one semester. Finally, I'm gonna game myself to death. That's all I'm gonna be doing, just playing games all fucking summer long. I'm gonna be that's comatose the half the time. You mean you're gonna be playing the Final Fantasy 15 demo over and over? And let's, let's be real. You know what? Shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> shut up! I found every Duh. secret to that damn demo already. Like the fucking shuriken, the new I weapons, mean, the shield, and I'm like, oh, I, I need mean, to stop. Oh shit! <laughs> hey guys, I'm just just walking through. Five months. I recommend. Malu player makes a very good point. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five people. Um, I recommend anyone who has not. Played at least uh, a few hours of that to it because reasons. I've never played any Metal Gear games. That's okay. Say. Oh, you should jump on top of You're not going to jump on her totally like you fun. jump on me for not even playing the game? Because you have it. I feel like this is unfair treatment. It's because you're black. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go. (laughs) (laughs) The house is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want to try it, but like, I still have a backlog that I'm working with right now. Do you do you also have it? No, I don't. I was going to buy it, but like, I was like, I think I should just finish what I have before spending money in another game. So, which is totally fair. Totally makes sense. I, I I try to tell myself and do the same thing. It's like. Yeah, because yeah, I was literally just looking at Far Cry 4 because I'm almost done with Primal right now, and I was like, what about Far Cry 4? And I was like, Mona, stop it. No. <laughs> Behave. So. I just bought Far Cry 4 not too long ago and then started playing yeah, it. I really like it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I heard it's really, really good. Really like it. I heard it's really good. I heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Far Cry 4? Yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Not primal. Primal. Primal was really good. That was yeah. my first Far Cry game. Really? Isn't that like yeah. wow? What a so way to start, I, right? I know, and I was like, oh, this is really good. So maybe, <laughs> if, you know, Far Cry Four is as good as Primal, but I've only, I think I've only heard great things about it. So it's Call of Duty. Uh, uh what was it? Prehistoric Warfare. Oh <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> It takes them a minute and they're like, oh, shut the fuck up, Chris. <laughs> I never played Far Cry. Like, I only played three. And then I didn't even like it. I love three. I didn't like it. I thought it was like. I don't know. Three gave me anxiety. I was, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there was like too much to do, but at the same time, it all felt kind of like pointless. Like, it's not all adding up. So I was like, I don't know. So, yeah, I never finished it. Okay, so that's that's one thing about that game that I didn't like is that like none of you're right like none of that really added up until you got right. To I feel like it was just kind of like, like 
oh, I get it all now. But up until then, you're just like, what am I even doing? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Damn, who's driving? Uh, I, I just finished Life is Strange. Ooh. Oh, I played that right now in episode five. I'm having, I'm not okay right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also the same yeah. thing. <laughs> fuck, man. Literally. Everyone's yeah. reaction's been the same. It's like, fuck this gamer. Oh, my God, I can't yeah. sleep tonight. I'm still yeah, on episode like, one. Like, episode one, you know, it's like, oh, you know, episode one to, like, parts of three, it's just like, oh, slice of life with the twist. But then episode four and five, it's like, you know, wake me up inside, you know, it's on playing wake in the background. Up. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no. Wake me up inside. Oh, my God. Wait, so I'm only sitting on episode one, right? Yeah. So what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on, on it so um, I haven't gotten really deep into it, but I really like it so far. Like, I like the rewind and, like, forward feature, yeah. and I like the story. You know, there are some moments where, like, the writing is, like, really horrible. I don't understand, like... No Some one says hella. Huh? No one says hella. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they do, though. Fuck they do. California. I say hello. all the time. I do. And from Portland say hella. It's, I know it's... you East Coast people say mad. I was mad. Go. No, I, I say hella. Uh, yeah, don't My fuck with me. My godmother's from Cali. Don't say it. Oh, the bullets hurt. But, okay, I just like it. I, th I think it's good. I heard some of my friends didn't like the ending, and they're like, they could have done a lot more with the ending, so that worries me a bit. Mm. But I haven't, I'm not really deep into the story to know what, you know, what my feelings are for it, so. Yeah. How it all could go awry at any moment. Like, they, yeah, that's they, what I'm saying, like, like, that might happen. They could have done more with the ending, but, after, like, I literally just got to the ending yesterday, and I feel pretty satisfied about it. Okay. Are you sad, too? Or, actually, yes. don't, tell me, don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you what happened, of course. I'm not doing that. But I, I was, uh, I was thinking about it after it happened. Okay. <laughs> Question: <laughs> what Who dies? What game has ever made you guys cry? Like, no shame. Has Pretty much every Metal Gear Solid game. No, fuck that game. Fuck those games. It, it was involving Sniper Wolf. That, that was when I cried the first Oh, time. no! Oh, yeah. my God. That, yeah, that, was, just, that was really sad. That was disgustingly sad. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. It's like one of those repressed memories that doesn't even happen to you, but you feel like it happens to you. So you're just like, oh, yeah, there's mad sad moments. There's hella sad moments in, um, in Metal Gear, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, fuck that memory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were, there were quite a few things in Metal Gear Solid. So Metal Gear Solid 1... Uh, also, another scene in Metal Gear Solid 1 involving Meryl, um, but that was only one ending. That game had multiple endings. Yeah, no. no. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, when... Um, I can say it's now, because like, it's been so long since the game came out, when Emma yeah, dies. Oh. Ugh, dude. And like when the parrot... Cause it was, no! Stop, Will! Dude, no! I was, no! I was struggling hard. Like I was, I was, in, I'm just tearing up now a little bit. You cried about it. Oh God! <sighs> no, it's not that. When you guys get to that, you'll understand what I'm talking about. But Emma, Emma was uh was Atacon's sister, and um they it's were just kind of giving her the fact that she had just died, and and then uh, Otacon was like leaving one of the rooms, and he had the parrot with him. He's like, I'll take care of you. And then the parrot just started talking, like for the well, actually, it's, it used to talk and say stuff. Before. Yeah. But it said at that point when he was just finally getting over it a little bit. He's like, it was like, how I miss you. 
and they haven't seen uh, each other in years, and so the parrot just kept repeating that. That he was just like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was rough. I'm trying to. Can we move on? Someone else go. Please. Yes. There's... <laughs> um, Walking Dead. Oh, oh my God. Just sobbed like a baby at the end of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that other game? Um, The Last of Us. Oh, oh. No. I literally oh cried like the first 15 minutes. And I was yeah, like, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's so tragic. <laughs> what a way minutes. to suck you. What a way to suck you in. You're like, oh, this is great. You're like, yeah, that was horrible. That was yeah, rough that was, as oh fuck. Yeah. That How was... do you start a game off like that? You knew it was gonna be good when when the fucking first fifteen minutes involves that, and you're like, yeah, yeah. you're like, yep. look, all right, <laughs> <laughs> with that yeah, is. <laughs> for another like fourteen hours. Okay, okay, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't cry anymore. <laughs> yeah, like you're <laughs> you're all cried out at the beginning of the game. So yeah. might as well finish it right. A bone dry. Like, it does more depressing as you play on, though. I'm not going to lie. It does. Yeah. And it's not even, like, sad as much as it gets so dark. And I'm just yeah. like, whoa, like, okay, like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, they wrote this? And you're just <laughs> kind of sitting there like, holy shit. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy. Like, it gives you, the like, a little bit of some of the writer. The division is... I mean, like, have you ever, like, when you're in the safe room, have you ever listened to any, like, the radio? The yeah. echoes and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, like, even, like, in the safe room, like, the dude who has, like, his little radio show. You ever listen yeah. to, like, just sitting there and uh-uh. listen to him? Yeah, no. I've listened to him before. Now I have to do that. Listen to okay. him sometimes. But The Division has dark stuff in it, too, like, yeah. the echoes with, like, the cleaners and shit. Yeah. It's oh, no, the one chick who was on the floor, ooh, and yeah. told herself with the bombs, like, yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you supposed to sit still, bitch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. See, we're all laughing now, but then we're going to start crying. I know. We're all, it's all on the surface. We're laughing now. Yeah. <laughs> You're crying on the inside. Exactly. <laughs> I think, um, you guys, rem- uh, I don't know if you guys are big Final Fantasy fans, but uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. I never oh. played that one. Mm. No. Oh. The last fucking ending, because all Final Fantasy VII fans know that, um, you know, spoiler, I guess, it's been like 20 years, but Zack <laughs> dies in a grotesque way protecting Cloud, and we heard about this, we've seen like one anime about it, and it's pretty sad. And then you see it animated, and you know, at the time it was a cutscene, so you can't do stuff about it, and then you, um, you fight, you fight the last fight, and you're fighting a losing battle, and it's so bad because you have all these powers, all mm. the strength, and you're dying, and you're dying, and you're getting shot, and you're getting shot. And then his uh, monologue at the end, when he um when he speaks to Cloud, and he's like, "You will be my living legacy." I'm like, "Uh." Oh shit! I need to I need to play that man. Like that that sounds wait, fucking. Wait, wait, no, sorry. Um, Final Fantasy Seven. I cried when Eris died. So. Oh yeah. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was that's like, okay. Yeah, they're like little polygons, but back then it, it got me. It was in your mind, the the, the yeah. imagination. Yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah. Dialogue afterwards that, that got me. Yeah. Oh, it's always the dialogue. Like I mean. Yeah. Exactly. The song mixed thing in the background. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, the song and the dialogue. But yeah, anyways, Final Fantasy nerds, nerd corner here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so <laughs> I, I wanna, man, this is such a good discussion. For in the sake, for the sake of timing, yes, we'll move on to the rest of the podcast. So, 
lots of things going on. Uh, Final Fantasy, uh, sorry, wow, not Final Fantasy. <laughs> PlayStation VR, uh, possible, possibly on its way to the PC, and I feel like that can potentially make things very interesting. So what do you guys think about that? I think it's great. I think it's not great. Mm. We've already got conflicting opinions. So, May, why do you think it's great? Um, I just think it's good. Like, the more open of a platform there is, I feel like it gives people more of a space to, like, create, like, different games. And then as people who actually play it and as, like, the audience for it, I think it's great. Like, I love having more options and, like, what to play and how to play it. So um, that's just my take on it. I think it's good where you have more ways to do whatever it is that you want. Uh, but I feel like there's already so many options out there, and adding the PC to a PS4 VR is kind of, like, complicating things. You know, I don't know why PS4 would want to do that. Like, I don't know why they would want to bring it to PC. Like, when you already have... Uh, we already have one that runs on PC. Why would you want to put the PS4? Is it to like move more units, or is it to make more people like it? Or I don't. I just don't feel like it fits. Like, what's I, the reasoning behind it? Yeah. Like, it's like, like what's the reason? reason. With, and what, when you bring that up, it 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 does make sense. It's because the PlayStation VR is just like you know, it's custom made for the PS4 or the PS4.5 K. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's. It's suited. It's tailored to the to a console, which is great for us console, um, you know, gamers because now we can get a slice of that virtual reality and, you know, com- moving it towards a PC. It's like she said, it's going to be overcomplicating things, and also price-wise, is it going to be different? Is it going to be less, more? It's there's so many variables that you have to wonder what's going to happen at the end of the day with it. Because you also have like the Oculus Rift, and the Oculus Rift runs on a PC. So why would, you know, if you would create one virtual reality console or, you know, system, why would you want it to be, why would you even make, like, one for Xbox or PS4 or PC? Like, you know what I mean? Why would you confuse it and try to spread it out when it's already set up for its console? To play devil's advocate, what about the people who don't want to pay $600 for for Oculus and people who don't have uh, computers strong enough to run Oculus. You need quite a beefy machine, uh, to my understanding, mm-hmm. for the Oculus. So what if How? what if you didn't need as high specs to, in order to run PSVR, and it costs the same for people buying it on PC? That's what I was thinking too. Like they're trying to snag that portion of like the market mm-hmm. who's not going to spring for Oculus, but they'll get the VR. Um, I mean, I think it's yeah. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. Okay. I think it's something for everyone. Like if, uh, like price-wise, maybe it might be cheaper. Or if it's not, then I'm sure it's it's got its own specs and you know, um, and the things are unique to it only that some people would like. Whereas the um, Oculus, there are probably different crowds. I mean, there's I think it's just a different audience really. So um, and in the end, you don't really have to use it. It's I don't know. It's just I think it's just interesting to keep uh, choices open. So, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It could get confusing, but oh, okay. we'll see when we get there. Mm. Yeah. I just want VR to be here so I can do my short art thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you weave, you would! <laughs> <laughs> As I get ready for my fucking weave shit and shit. <laughs> 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 As we go to conventions, like, oh, I'll be weave. Right. 
Yeah, <laughs> fucking weeb as I'm getting my cosplays on. I mean, that's um, what you are playing devil's advocate well, but I'm, the thing is, I mean, there's always, as technology progresses, there's going to be certain things that, that, are, that will be available to the PC. PC gets a lot, a lot of mods. They can, they can do a lot of customizing on the fly too. So I mean, it's only a matter of time before PC gets a designated virtual reality. While you know this console for the, uh, you know the this VR for the PS4 is designated and tailor suited for our consoles and the the upcoming uh, new PS4. Because mm. doesn't the HTC Vive run for PS4 uh, for the PC too? Yes. Yeah. So That's, it's like you I think eight hundred dollars. I think. Wow. And then you have like the Oculus Rift and the and the HTC are ready for PC, so I don't know why PS4 would want to. Well, it's. PC. I think it's like what May said. It was um, uh, cornering the market. You know, trying mm -hmm. to dip into that. I mean, yeah. it is money making after all. I mean, we're talking yeah. about multi-million dollar companies, or multi yeah. you know, trying to squeeze out every bit of their investment that they sunk into it. So. They're definitely mm -hmm. gonna if if it's a possibility, they're gonna do it for they're the bank. Gonna look, they're gonna look into it, yeah. So it comes down to money, basically, because they can make money. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, that's yeah. most of most of the yeah. That's that's know. every company. I just feel like the PS4 would move more um, units because it's cheaper than the rest. You know, it's at a reasonable price, and yeah. you know, a lot of people have PS4, so it'd be like four hundred, five hundred dollars, unlike you know the other ones that are eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. Right. Which is another thing is that they could corner the market, and you know, uh, people that don't have PS4s, which I don't know why, but um, would be to sell <laughs> to sell as a bundle, a bundle mm -hmm. with the VR, a PS4, or the PS4.5, and go from there. That would that would move a lot more units. I think that would move a lot more systems, bundles, and everything at once. I mean, there's other ways that would be much more simpler to do than you know try to you know go into the PC market, which completely can you know, would get, you know, complex yeah. at that point. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I hear you. Yeah, I think, I think VR, um, VR is an exciting time. We're going to have to wait and see exactly what happens. I don't know. I mean, th that was just a rumor that we heard about the PlayStation VR making its way to PC. Um, yeah. But it'll be really interesting to see what happens. It will be. Um, I mean, that's great though. It's virtual reality. Come on. Yeah. How many times have we wanted this? We've grown up with like cartoons going into virtual, you know, virtual space, and like, wow, one day I want to be there. It's coming. It's VR coming. Oh God, no! What are you exactly? Troopers. Yeah, buddy. Ooh, a Telltale game in VR would be awesome. Oh my God. Awful. That would be awful. Chris, stop it. No, how scary that would be! Like, okay, Telltale games right now are so like you know emotionally investing. And imagine playing that and seeing everything around you. That's even worse. Just you know, like walking up there and just having to pull you know a fucking life or death choice, and you're just like, well, I'll never be able to live with myself ever again. And the the immersion might be too too, too light breaking. <laughs> I'd be like, ah! It's like screaming for days. I'm just thinking of all those horror games I won't play, but I'm I want to. That I want. Like Silent Hill on a VR, Resident Evil on a VR. Oh my god, I can't wait to shit my Oh, man, I don't play that shit now. Man, I'm to do it in VR. I played Outlast, I'm sure you guys at home already saw all those videos, and I'm sure you guys know about Outlast as well. Yeah. Um, I kept asking myself whether or not 
playing that game in VR would be good. <laughs> For your health. I have not come up with an answer. <laughs> like, that's total immersion. Imagine that, Will, just trying to lay behind a fucking laundry... Like, getting into a broom closet and be like, oh my god, please don't please don't find me, please don't find me. I almost me. died playing just... Outlast on my PS4. Damn. Oh my god. PT was bad enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about the news about Final Fantasy XV coming out Ooh, this it's year? It's so exciting. It's been a decade. <laughs> I mean, everyone that's waited the full ten years. Ten years. How yes. A game is about to have a ten-year anniversary well, without ever fucking coming out. But that's Back thinking, when it was like, Final Fantasy versus thirteen. now they're like, oh, we should make it. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> for me. Oh, my God. Like, right. I'll let someone else do it, and then I'll, and I'll recap at the end. <laughs> yeah. So Mona and May have either, are, are either of you big Final Fantasy fans? Not really. I've like wanted to get into it, but there's like so much that's already out there. So I'm always like daunted by it. I'm like, I don't know how many games there are. I don't know where. Like, I just don't even know where to start. So I'm like, I don't know what game cool. to start with because I've never been into Final Fantasy. But now, like, there's all this hype. I was like, you know, I might want to look into it. But I did look into it, and there's so many games that I don't know which game I want to start with. The good or, thing is that you can start with any game you want, because they're not really connected, except for, like, a little, like, you know, ch- just little thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you can literally just pick any game you want and start with that. Uh, 7 and 10. Uh, 10, 10 just got the remake, so, the, I mean, the HD. Mm-hmm. HD. Yeah, remake kind yeah, of thing. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play 7 once it's re-released, because... Oh, yeah. When I first came out, I was like, turn-based gets bullshit in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pokemon, though. What? what, what, what I know, what, what the fuck? Hey, hey, hey. Fuck Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> when y'all look at the, when we were, when my friend got her first birthday, we were looking at the back of the box, I was like, oh my god, this looks like it's going to be so cool. Man, get in there with that bullshit. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, well, me and uh, Chris were just watching the lives. We're glued to the live stream. Like, are you seeing this shit right now? Are you seeing it? We're texting each other back and forth. Like, are you are you are you watching the um the uncovered uh, stream? Oh my god! I, what what What's a way to about that is is that Chris was like giving updates about what was happening. Yeah, his, his black... Facebook was like a live Twitter feed at that point. <laughs> But like I was just like, where is he getting all this information? Like, what is where? What? what I linked the about? stream at the beginning. I was just like, everyone look, and no one. Everyone's like, yeah, that's cool, I guess. I, I'm like, fuck <laughs> everyone. I, <laughs> I well, this was in the Black Oni podcast. Did you do it also in the thread in the podcast thread? I, I updated a lot, and then I thought you guys were just like. No, I mean, like, did you put the link up there? Because I think I might have been. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I really. Didn't. That's why I was confused. I, <laughs> I done fucked up. I done fucked up. That was on. You done goofed. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> ah, come on. Signature Chris, baby, fucking up in the clutch. Hashtag baby dick, bring it back. Oh, oh yeah, start session. This, this is going to. Uh, we're going to talk about this very soon, so I'm going to try to get to that. Uh, so, um. Uh, fuck. I want to. I want us to get to this other hot topic stuff, but I also yeah. want to talk about these two things I just highlighted here. Do you guys want to talk about these highlighted things, or do you want to move on to the guest topics? I mean, how much time is your podcast usually? I don't want to take up because with us, it's like six hours. No, it's usually we usually try to keep it an hour and a half, but I want to be respectful of you guys' time. So if you don't want to talk about the other stuff as well, we don't have to. Um, it's up to you. I'm free. 
So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who uh, was what, that? <laughs> what, what about you, Amona? I, I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. I'm good, yeah, either way. I'm having a really good time, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you might have somebody, you might have to drive somebody somewhere, won't you? Oh, God. You might have to drive some taxi services. <laughs> are you going to bring us? No, I'm doing stuff. I'm yes. busy. <laughs> I don't work for you. Right? So, yeah. Like, you have legs. <laughs> You'll be fine. What do, what do you guys think about this idea of a .5 system on both Xbox side and on, on PlayStation side? There were rumors a while ago about Xbox having an Xbox 1.5, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of stuff happening now, a lot of rumors about PlayStation 4.5. What are your thoughts about that? Why? Why would they do this? So what <laughs> What are they adding? Like what is, what is the point? Yeah. I think they're adding like a a GPU that is like twice as powerful as the one that is in the current gen systems. And um okay. I believe it's really good for like 4K. Uh you know, 4K gaming, 4K TV, all that stuff. But I was like I don't really think we need one because these consoles are not even 2 to 3 years old. Like what is there that we need to catch up to? Right. Mm -hmm. I think we've covered our bases for the next at least five, six years. Mm. So, um, and even in something else, already like they're supposed to be geared for the 4K, but something else I was reading was saying that it really wouldn't be like able to natively just play 4K content anyway. That's a little bit better than what we have now, but it's not going to be like oh, you got a 4K system. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, Will brought up this uh, this excellent point while we were um, talking in the chat, and um, he was saying it. Um, why don't you say it? Well, it was about the uh, the the PC versus you know the price the pricing wise. So this is all assuming that the PS four point five or PS four K will be able to play games in four K. And one of the things I was saying before was that like I think that's a really good. A really big point because 4K currently in PCs, in order to build a PC that's 4K ready, you have to spend anywhere between 1,500 to 2,500, um, yeah. depending on what specifically you want to do with that that PC. Um, but then that that got me thinking, like, how can they possibly not only make a PS 4K or PS 4.5, um, how can they possibly make that still $400 play? games at 4K that are the equivalent on a PC $1,500, $1,700, $2,000. Like, how is that even possible? So I'm very skeptical about if they're actually going to do native raw 4K output. It might be up but... Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I read somewhere that they're not... that they're If they're going to release the system, they aren't going to have games prepared for it. So it would mm -hmm. be like the developers and publishers would have to release an update for that game. Like uh, wow! I've heard so some rumors that they're already developing content. God of War four, for example. Yeah, that's what I heard too, and I heard mm, that yeah. they yes. have the dev kits for the PS um, PS four four K. Right. Four point five. And that's important. I mean, do you honestly think that you know, like it, it was like um Mona said, it was are we do we really need it? And then uh, that made me that made me think a little. It's just like 
as technology advances every year, because it's not a thing that happens every 10 years now, it's every year. This is, mm -hmm. would this happen more often with other systems? With, with, you know, it happens with phones every year. Right, every I mean, two you see how it happens mm -hmm. with phones. Yeah. And, then, and now, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's great that in two years we can get, like, a free upgrade and all that, and that's cool. But systems aren't free upgrades. They're, yeah, full <laughs> they're price. expensive. They're full price. Yeah. And then that's with taxes and whatever else, shipping and stuff, if you get it shipped. I mean, we have to think about that. It's just like, would this, you know, break the floodgates for every every develop, you know, like a, a console developer to come out with, you know, oh, an updated uh, PS5 5.5 or an Xbox, you know, 6000 or whatever? It's, it, it's you have to start thinking that way. Is this going to open up the floodgates? Would this would this happen? Like VR, P, uh, PS4 VR, PS4 VR point five. Like, right. is this gonna is this gonna be a trend that's gonna start even with consoles now? I feel like they're testing that out. They're trying to see how far the consumers would go by upgrading their systems and their gear. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, especially because, like, this generation, I felt like they created so many special edition Xboxes and so many special edition PS4s, and people were, like, purchasing them, like, to the point where they are starting to get sold out and sold for, like, thousands of dollars on eBay. So yep. I'm feeling like that they're starting to think that, you know, the more they come out with a new console, the more the consumers will buy it because it worked really well with, like, the special edition consoles that yep. were out. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it you oh. your your point is spot on. I mean, like, is this gonna happen? Is this gonna is this gonna be the norm now? I mean, you know, four hundred every two years, one and a half mm -hmm. year, or five hundred. I mean, depends on how 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 expensive technology is. And we yeah. think about the idea that phones do the same thing. Um, they have uh, every year. There's a new phone, a new iPhone, a new Galaxy. There's a new LG phone. Um, and each of those, yeah. depending on like if you're getting it subsidized through uh, one of the carriers uh, is about five to eight hundred dollars every year. So you have to either be on a plan that will let you upgrade, or you have to like legit sell your old phone and buy a new one at eight hundred dollars. So I can kind of see both sides of it. Whereas there's like that form of technology evolves so quickly and so much that they have a new one every year, and you have to pay that much just to get that one. Um, my only, my biggest concern is if games aren't going to run well on the older version of PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a major concern. That's going to be a major concern. I don't think Sony is dumb enough to let that happen. Mm -hmm. But then again, we've seen them do stupid shit before. They've learned from it. 4.5 is a new console, but still, like, for people who have PS4s already, like, if there was some sort of add-on or something you could do to just tweak what you already have, that's one thing. But if they just like if the only way you could have this upgrade of quality is to purchase a new console, then that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. Us, you know, we we look at both sides of the argument, we we make our, you know, conclusion from there. There's a lot of, you know, um um, gun ho per, um, consumers that will purchase these things day one, and they'll start buying and buying and buying, and those numbers are going to boost, and those numbers are going to jack up high. I mean, mm -hmm. it all depends mostly on us, like how well this does. Would this create a trend, or will this just be a dying fad that happened once that will remember the 4.5 in like 10 years as like a a failed Sony uh, attempt to try to, you know, upgrade your PS4. <laughs> Like I like on like E3's best of worst top tens in the last ten years or some shit. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past Sony though because they always like to take risks like that. Um, so it could backfire. 
I'm hoping it does backfire because nobody would really want to get a PS4 point five. Like it's just it's just not logical. So and I felt like Phil Spencer too was testing that out because he was saying something like, Oh, Xbox is gonna have like upgradable systems or upgradable components that you can put. And I was like, No, no, no. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's like what what what? (laughs) So I'm like, what do you guys want? (laughs) Upgrade my system? This isn't a PC, this is a console. I buy games, I put it in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're trying to merge all the consoles together. Like they're they're trying to make there's like no difference between a PS4 and a PC and an Xbox. And I'm like, they're completely different. You know, Phil trying to open the networking to make it for PS4 to play with Xbox. I think that's cool though. Cross platforming, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I think yes, that's I'm totally on board with it. Totally. Yeah, on board. In terms of the cross platform, you still have you know the games that you buy certain you know you buy systems for. Like I only play certain types of games on PlayStation. As compared to Xbox, I will only play a fighting game on, on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you got shot, bro. What? You're not gonna come pick me up? Oh, I hate you. Dude, Street Fighter, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I could go on oh, about Street Fighter, but I won't. But I fucking bring that ass here and some Tekken, though. How about that? Listen, if you want to buy me Tekken, I'll play it with you. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Best response. <laughs> That Tekken money? We got to get on that Guilty Gear, though, because I remember you did pick that up, but we never got to play it. We played a little bit. Yeah, well, well we did play a little bit. We got we got some more playing to do, though. Chris, um, do you have it? Because if I'm going to get my ass kicked by him, I can kick your ass. I can't just... <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you're in luck. If I do get it, I am horrible at fighting games. I yes! Ha! They get... I, I am like a fucking fodder for them. I, I amp them up to go to, ne- to someone that actually can fight. So I'm just like, all right, fuck you guys, whatever. It's like, it's like run a train on Chris. It's like Akuma, Akuma, Ryu, Upper. I'm like, ah, fuck you guys. I'm decent at Smash, but then I see I, I went to Anime Boston and holy shit, these Smash players are on a different level. Okay. Oh, yeah. I saw some shit that was like Dragon Ball Z teleporting. It was like Fox versus. Oh. Uh, who was it? Fox versus Falco. You're going to get your wave dash in there, your L canceling, all of that. Yeah, yeah that no, but um, that was it was uh, it was sped up and it was um it was modded on a computer. Uh, oh, okay. Project, um, M, um, okay. And they, it looks sick. I mean, don't get me wrong, it looks sick. And I was like, oh, but yeah. it's not real. I, I okay. That I, could be I was like, how are they able to move that quickly? I know. It's like, what the f- When did Smash become DBZ? <laughs> <laughs> um. The next question on the agenda is uh, talking a little bit about the mixed reviews in the air. I mean, you guys know how I feel about review scores in general. Mm-hmm. Um, for people at home who don't know how I feel about review scores, or for uh, for Christine May and Mona who might not know my my thoughts on I don't scores. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say it. I think review scores have a place in one way or another but they take away from the discussion about the actual game. Yes. And what I mean by that is people get so caught up on the .3s and the .5s and the .7s or whether Battlefield got uh, a 9 out of 10 and Call of Duty got an 8.5 out of 10, so Battlefield's a better game. People get so caught up on those numbers that they don't necessarily look at the content that's being written and then making their own decisions based on um, whether or not they want to check it out. So, um, a very common thing that people do is they'll look at the score 
they might look at the final few sentences that were written in a review and then make the decision about whether or not a game is good or not. So, like, if someone really likes action-adventure games but the person reviewing the game only kind of likes them and gives the game a 7 out of 8, then they the person will not look at the game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I agree with you completely. And I wrote a... I, oh, yeah, go oh, go ahead. And I think reviews, there's nothing wrong with actual reviews, but once you put that score... It, it totally changes people's perception. I mean, it's not always that case. So, like, a game like Division, for example, got... And this is actually exactly what we're going to talk about. A game like Division has gotten really mixed reviews. People who who gave it as low as 4 out of 10s and people who gave it as high as 9 out of 10s. I've never seen so many instances of games recently, especially, that have come out that had such completely polarizing thoughts and opinions on that. And this ties into uh, this ties into Quantum Break, which just I think either just released or was about to release. Same mm. thing with that. Some people saying this is the next gen Max Payne. Some people saying this game is horrible. The same with Batman versus Superman. And I, I'll try not to get too spoilery when it talks about that, but people who are saying, wow, this this movie's amazing. It's so good. And some people saying this is the worst super uh, superhero movie. movie. Uh, even more so than that Fantastic Four movie, which looked bad. <laughs> so a horrible movie. <laughs> oh, you saw it? No, hell no. I just saw like clips and trailers. I even like Googled it online to see some of it, and I was like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Like 20 minutes of it, I was just like, no. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I do agree with you on that aspect, but it really like, goes, it depends on the reviewer themselves. You know, if they really like RPGs or shooters or um, whatever they really like, they'll it'll kind of influence their opinion on the game. So that's why I feel like we live in an era now that people just read the reviews, but don't look as much as don't look as much at the number, because you just want to know the information. Like, is this game going to give me? What is it going to give me? How is the story? How is the characters? Multiplayer, etc. But you know, I feel like the number it's something in the culture that you have to have a number. Like you. It has to be there. But nowadays when you have people doing like gameplays and influencers and they're posting their own opinions and stuff and they're not usually paid for this stuff, it's more of a pure opinion. Mm -hmm. It's not influenced by other people. So I feel like people watch those videos and read those reviews and come up with their own conclusion. It's not like really based solely on a review anymore. I think part of my problem, because I've written a review too, and I just... You have to make sure that you're expressing the fact that this is your personal opinion, or if you come up with the number, this is the reason why I feel the way that I do. Like for Shadowfall, Shadowfall was a beautiful game. It was fun. The mechanics were beautiful, yeah. but the 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 biggest part that I hated was just the ending of it. The way that the story came together, you felt like there was no point in playing the game. And as long as you are conveying that this is this thing right here is the reason why I feel the way that I do, there's still all these other great points. If you're giving a, a true rounded review or, you know, discussion about the game, then I think that's that's a good thing. I think you have some people who get into review or writing reviews or any kind of journalism and they're so opinionated that they don't have they have no interest in being rounded. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it becomes, you know, toxic and other people like, you know, exactly. like, and as you were saying, like Will was saying that you have someone who doesn't really like certain types of games but yet they're, they're doing a review on it. They're not going to have a true open um, discussion on it. So there's no point in that. They'll be so close-minded that they'll just shut down whatever they, um, a- another opinion is and just they'll be so gun ho about it, right? 
Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I have a good friend of mine who works in the industry and, you know, reviewed the division in a really horrible way. Like, it was dragged. And, um, and I really felt because he didn't like... He doesn't like that world. He doesn't like, you know, the these types of games. So he dragged it in ways that you couldn't possibly think the game was that bad. Like, he was just mm -hmm. coming up with, you know, this is horrible, and the shooting is horrible, and, you know, crafting all these things is, like, so confusing, and echoes, and I don't even know, like, how people play this game. And then when you go read, like, GameSpot, and you read other stuff, and you're like, these are spot on. So you could kind of read the person's, like, you can see if they like it or not. And it's just kind of low-key sucks. Like, it just... It does. It, it just ruins it. Because some people are like, oh, I love this site. I read everything from this site. And then that could really shut off a great game. Right. Yeah. Again, I mean, it should be expressed. Like, you know, whether it be a movie, a game, or any other, uh, you know, uh, thing that you want that you want to play or try out or anything, just... It's good to read reviews. It's good to you know see videos on it, but please make your own opinion as soon as you mm -hmm. get it. I mean, that's that's the best way to go about it. I mean, um, I know Christine will back me up on this, but um, there was a Lord of the Ring game a couple um a couple years ago prior. Uh, War in the North. Yeah. Yeah, War in the North. Yeah. Oh. Prior to you no, know, this is we're talking a while ago, yeah. and so many bad reviews, 2 out of two out of 10, 1 out of 10, 1.5 out of 10, it was bad, and then um, I got my hands on it, and I absolutely loved it, and it was something yeah. so great, because it's, it's I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, and Christine is like one of the biggest Lord of the Rings nuts ever, and we both enjoyed it, we, we had fun, we loved mm -hmm. playing as the characters, it was a different take on the story, it wasn't as, it wasn't really repetitive at all, there was new, in, in, you know, new elements, you know, completely you know, supporting the whole game, and then uh, you read those reviews, and it's kind of like, what does this person really review on on a daily basis or on a weekly basis? Do they do shooters? Do they do puzzle games? What? And then you can kind of convey that into your uh, review, and you yeah. know, one point five is not a is not a suitable score for that game. I I mean, I at least you know, yeah. I enjoyed it. Like in the end, it's it's like I said, like reviews help to. Um, uh, I guess you can see like what the general sentiment is of that game, but like if you still really want to try it, then like you know, rent it or something or just borrow it from someone. But in the end, I don't think it should stop you completely from mm -hmm. playing it. And, it. and also, I'm obviously biased. Like you know, we're huge Lord of the Rings fans, so that that definitely helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, and I think what Jim also made sense. Like you have to um, kind of understand what, where the reviewer is coming from, and like if they didn't properly express like. Like, so, like Mass Effect 3 was overall a pretty good game, but because a lot of people hated the ending, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, 3 out of 10. And then, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's, yeah, it's maybe a good game, but you don't know that because um, they didn't say why it's 3 out of 10. It's because they hated the ending. So, yeah, so it's it's confusing, and unfortunately, but you just got to... I mean... Go ahead. Yep, go on. No, 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 you go. Mona, you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of just wanted to say it was kind of like 1886 The Order where a lot of people oh. were like, oh, I hate this game. It's not like, it doesn't fit in today's scene of like what games are supposed to be. Just because it's like a short, cinematic, like fun type of storytelling game, mm -hmm. everyone gave it like a 6.5 out of 10 or like, yeah. you know, a 3 out of 5. And I, I was like, I don't know if I want to play the game and I don't know if I want to touch it, but I was so excited about it when e it was announced in E3. And then when I finally got it and played it, I was like, I love the game. Like, yep. it does yeah. so many different things other games don't have. And it, there's nothing wrong with it being focused on just having a cinematic experience, but everybody ripped it apart, and not a lot of people bought it because of the yeah. review. 
and that's one of the other things I also wanted to to put bring to our attention too is the impact that the score itself has on the health of the game. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the things that bothers me the most about the review scores. But I want to hear you guys' thoughts about that. So, how like again, a game like Division, for example, got slammed on a lot of these things, and I, I don't remember what its Metacritic is, but I saw like a lot of very mixed stuff about it. But it's still Ubisoft's probably best selling new IP or best selling game in general now. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the history. For Ubisoft. Right. So a game, a, a franchise with Assassin's Creed. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there. <laughs> so, so what are you? What are your thoughts on the impact that scores have on the success of a company? Like again, eight, Order eighteen eighty six. I totally agree with you, Mona. Like I saw all these reviews and people talking all this shit about, oh, it's too short or it's too cinematic, too many QTEs. And while I agree with a lot of that stuff, after playing it, I bought the game and it was cheaper, by the way. So that's also yeah. part of it. Um, but mm-hmm. when I when I bought the game and I looked at the quality of the of the game and overall what I felt out of it, I didn't feel like it was warranted by those really low scores. And I guess yeah. value for money also pay, plays a part in that. But mm-hmm. yeah. I guess price yeah. for no, money I agree with you. Well, it's um, it has the it definitely does have an overall effect on the health of the game. And also, I think there's definitely like some kind of snowball effect that goes on, like. You no, know, the initial reviews kind of slam it, and then people are just kind of see it and like, oh yeah, and they start looking at the bad things, and then it just goes downhill. And um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what can be done about about this, but it's it's definitely something that um, can affect games and some, especially games that sometimes maybe don't warrant such bad reviews and ratings. But yeah. It, and it's like Will said, it, um, the, the scores, the reviews affect the game health completely. I mean, there's games are are not tailor made for every single person. They're they're mm-hmm. they're they there's always a point to to certain games. There's always a point to RPG shooters, etc. And that you're not the aud- you're not the target audience, and that's fine. The target audience is this, this, and this, and we'll convey it as much. But reviews do do it, it sucks that it's such a huge impact on 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 how well it sells now, how uh, how games sell now because of reviews. Yeah. You can, when you tack on a 3.5 or a 4 or a 5 on a game, a lot of people will stay away from it just because they're basing it off of score. And it's and I, I, I wish there was a way for um for each review each game to be reviewed by a person that is that, you know not necessarily loves it, but not necessarily will be too biased one way or another mm-hmm. about it. And that could, but I mean. Getting but that out know, there is yeah. really difficult. Lately, lately, I felt like you know, working with some PR people, they're actually trying to get their games to be reviewed by people who haven't played it, because you know there are oh. people who are very opinionated about it, and they're like, oh, I want to review it because they have already like a preconception of what you know they've played and what they think the game is. So now I feel like some people, the PR people, are trying to get their games into the hands of other people who've never played it, because that gives you like you know an authentic feel. For like somebody who's never played it, and that's what you can expect when you purchase the game. Oh. So I feel like they're trying to change it, but it's it's hard. You know, it's yeah. thing. It, it's very hard, especially finding the, the the people that haven't played it. Like you said, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, where do you begin? Where is that lot? Where is that target? Yeah. It's, it's... I'm glad we talked about this. Do, yeah. Did you did did any of you guys ever see uh, Batman vs Superman? Mm-mm. I'm going tonight. Please oh, don't wow. spoil. Okay, I'm not going to spoil anything, but my girlfriend was sick all of like the last two weeks, so oh. yeah, I haven't. Well, been how was Dylan? 
No, she's sick as hell. She had the flu. It was bad. Oh. Is she still sick? Yeah, she... After oh. Anime Boston, after the convention, yeah. There's oh. this thing called Con Plague that, like, everyone gets. Yeah. Except and us. real people. I know, for some odd reason. We, I feel like it's just, know. like I said, some Final Destination shit's gonna happen to us soon. <laughs> Don't <laughs> say that! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be on this fucking stream. The wall's gonna just collapse. So. No! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be attacked by, like, four cats, and then I'll just fall over. And then, oh, anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. So, now, we are moving on to the hot topic of the podcast. This is our final segment of the podcast. Before we move on to the stuff that's already listed in the agenda, is there anything pertaining to stuff going on in gaming that you all would like to talk about? I think it's the subject that you're moving on to, actually. Perfect. Okay. So, all right. This is this is kind of where the meat and bones of the of the scenario is. An hour and a half later. Wait, what was that? That was a fucking long entree. I mean, yeah. a long appetizer. <laughs> the Overwatch butt gate situation. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what it means for gaming. I want to talk about uh, sexuality in gaming. I want to talk about whether or not sexuality is is misinterpreted or whether the the uh, distaste for sexuality is misinterpreted or whether it's it's the bigger part of the problem so for people at home who are wondering what the hell I'm talking about but gate a lot of games in recent memory have come under a lot of heat um, from from people within uh, gaming culture who or outside of gaming culture who really disapprove of portrayal of women in games and so the biggest examples of this are Dead or Alive, uh, Extreme Beach Volleyball, uh, not being ported to or not being localized into the U.S. Uh, because of some controversy around uh, how it will be perceived in the West. Um, another example of this is the uh, the whole butt slap incident from uh, Street Fighter Five. Uh, <sighs> it got really upset when they uh, when Capcom removed the butt slap feature because of some negative criticism about it. Um, and uh, the most recent, Overwatch, uh, changing one of the... Well, it wasn't a taunt animation. It was like a pose animation. Uh, it was a pose. One, it was a fucking pose. <laughs> for yeah. the character <laughs> Tracer um, in, in Overwatch, which, by the way, I'm so excited to get my hands on Overwatch. I'm really, really, really excited about that game. But um, that's the context of, of that. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts about it. So... Uh, Okay, so um, first off, I think like Dead or Alive, uh, especially the beach volleyball, it's definitely made with more um, male players in mind. So that's they probably went more all out on like the independent moving boobs, you know, and that stuff. Um, whereas like Overwatch, they like I remember Blizzard was saying stuff like, "Oh, we want to do woman goods," so they they're trying to reach out to more women. So it's like it, it stuff like uh, tracers, you know, sexy butt pose is gonna stand out a bit more if you know their target audience is actually a uh, more general audience. But, yeah. Okay. So, do you uh, do you perceive their changing of uh, Tracer's pose as something that you're in favor of or against? Um, I'm in favor because uh, generally 
So if they okay, if they had more sexy guy poses, I would not mind at all. But because it's like if you look at the female roster compared to the male roster, the females are all generally very pretty, slim, attractive, with the exception of maybe Zarya, who's like more buff. And then you you look at the male roster, and there's there's they're very diverse. You have like some attractive ones, like what's his name, Hanzo. But then like you have like gorillas and robots, and you have all like it's a huge diverse cast of little characters, so um, you already have that difference, and then you tack on sexy poses to the already very pretty female characters, it, and it stands out. Mm. But, yeah. Um, I like you disagree, because, you know, I don't understand why in the video game industry, why we always have to be like, this is horrible that we're over-sexualizing women. Like, look at the film industry. Women are over-sexualized in everything. Every movie you watch, there's always a character, a female actor who's over-sexualized, and they do that, you know, to sell and they know their audience or whatever, which you know I don't, you know I don't like that, but it's in every single industry we go to, and it's a prominent factor in like, like in every world decision that happens. You know, the thing is, I feel like it's a little bit weird. It's just like she's just posing. She's not out there like to flaunt her ass or anything. It's just a pose. It's not like, you know, she's going out there to sell her body. It's a video game, and it's almost the same thing as watching any movie out there or looking at magazines and advertisements like women are there everywhere I just don't understand why the negativity in the video game industry is so loud and it's the only thing that's heard you know for even the developers to cave in and to change it I'm, I didn't feel like it was the right thing for them to change it because it's just a pose she's not doing anything bad it, you know women walk in the streets like that women wear leggings women you know it's life so I don't understand why we have to be like, oh, okay, like women are just like this special species. Well, there's a difference between real life and um, in video games because real life is a choice, whereas uh, video games is a list of presets we usually don't have a choice over. But I think, no, I agree. I'm not against sexy women in video game characters, but it's um, they could do a bit more to, I guess, make it a bit more fair. But like, I just, just to add to add some some sexy dudes or somewhere, some eye candy for the lady, right? That's it, because like if you play Call of Duty, they have female characters, and the female characters don't have their ass showing, they yeah, don't have half of their breasts showing. And the same with the Division. I play as a female character, and she's fully covered. There are video games out there that are fully respecting the females and you know covering them in every aspect. So I thought just one game, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't even like she was fully covered. Yes, it was a butt pose, but like there's always a butt pose in every every advertisement, you know, everything. To to play Dale's advocate just a little bit, uh, from <laughs> from what I uh, understand of also some of the development process for Overwatch, just in this specific example for Overwatch, um, they did use that same similar pose for a lot of the male characters as well, um, but to to uh, Christine's point about there not being as many male characters that have uh, more, uh, less clothes. Um, I also want to acknowledge that because in Overwatch, uh, they, I, my personal opinion is that they do a really good job of offering a very uh, spontaneous and very robust, diverse cast. So, I think of like the Black Widow, for example. She's very much the sexualized, like I'm the sexy, uh, you know, sniper assassin. Like that's kind of her thing. You have uh, one who has like this kind of suit of armor. Uh, I can't remember if she, she... I think she flies as well. She's like a soldier. Um, there's another one who's kind of like the big burly woman. 
And there's like a similar situation with that with the guys, but it's a gorilla instead. So he's a male gorilla. I guess you can technically put that in the same category. Um, there's a robot, uh, which is gender neutral. Um, you have Hanzo, which he doesn't really have much flesh showing, but he does have kind of like the slit shirt thing. So, I mean, it depends on what you define as, as sexualized in men, right? Yeah. Um, you have a Tracer, who's kind of like the young, spunky... Uh, I feel like she's kind of like the uh, like wish you could catch me type of thing, or you wish you could catch me type of thing. Like she's she's I always thought of her as like a sexy character, but in a different way than like the Black Widow character Keep was. Sexy, yeah. Yeah. It's so. like adorable, sexy. You know, yes. Yeah. So I understand the perspective of 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 both sides of that, right? Whereas the Overwatch devs said in their uh, follow up post that they were considering not giving her. Uh, many sexual uh, connotations, um, but I also I'm also unsure whether or not that was really part of their discussion, or whether they changed that because they were already thinking about changing it. But it definitely, there that change happened directly after that feedback, and so again, to play devil's advocate with that, adding more context to the to the conversation. I mean, if um, if I can interject, I would I would like to say that um, th there is a very there's a very I guess it could be easier way to you know equalize this is to add male characters with less clothing, add sexy males. <laughs> no, I'm that serious, and you know this. You've known me for how many years? How many years have I said, oh, if girls can be you know have like witchblade armor, so can guys. Yeah. Guys can walk around in box armored boxers or armored anything, you know, and like exactly. I'm I'm all yeah, I'm all for that because <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of guys. Well, I'm not saying all guys, but I mean a majority of guys will be like, oh, we don't want to look that. We want to be all cool and stuff like that. And it's kind of like, yeah, but if you put yourself in women's shoes, it's like it's you feel the same way. I mean, like I don't want to, you know, be constantly playing as this thong-ridden, you know, like, uh, like, like black widow. You know what I mean? I wanna, yeah. I wanna have the freaking cool armor. Like, um, in in Star Wars, Captain Phasma is a female, and she has the best fucking armor out of the whole first order. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. It's chrome, it's shiny, and you wouldn't even have guessed that it was a woman behind there. I mean, if you if you compare armor versus clothing for men and women, in, uh, male and female in 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 game, it's completely different. A high level armor would be less revealing. Arm will be less. Mm -hmm. I mean, much more revealing for a female versus a male who would have, you know, from the top of their hair down to their toes covered. And yeah. I would like not just. I, it's a very simple way of going about it. I mean, it's you can add men with less clothing, with mm -hmm. with cooler mm -hmm. armor, with more revealing armor. I feel like that's an easier way. Be provocative. You know, there's nothing wrong with a sexy guy. I mean, like you you can be <laughs> shut up. <laughs> like there's nothing wrong. It would it would help greatly. I mean, like what are you gonna what's is that really going to deter you from buying a game? Is it yeah. is a character? Is a is a as a man as a man you go up to the cover and you see this guy in like not like a, a like a like a provocative pose but with less on like you know less clothing? Is that really going to deter you from getting a game that you wanted? Mm -hmm. For me, that wouldn't deter me. Is like, is the game yeah. good? Is it? Yeah, exactly. Cool? And like the armor's cool. I mean, like you know, like you got to go off that. I mean, it's wonderful when you can realize that you know there's. There's guys out there that want to cosplay reveal more like you know more yeah. revealing stuff because honestly as a cosplayer, 
some of the armor looks great. Don't get me wrong on guys, but at the same time. That and not only that, but it's fucking balls hot to be in a summer costume. <laughs> in armor. You know how bad it is to attach yourself in armor and all that in like a hundred degree weather in like Dragon Con. No, 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 no. You don't want to be smelling like your balls and like you're sweaty. <laughs> the last thing you want to do is get out of that. Is the first thing you want to do is uh, get out of that suit because it's been too hot. You have no idea what's been cooking in there. That fart you've been holding in all day. Is <laughs> I'm being, I'm being, I'm, I'm being honest. I mean, if you got cosplay guys with like you know less shirts, you know look, you know shorter pants and stuff like that, less armor or even cooler armor, but like more skin design, that'd be sick. That would, that yeah. would, that'd be yeah, badass. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd love that. You know, and then I wouldn't have to feel like a fucking walking coffin every time I go onto a summer <laughs> convention. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I bake to death in there. And yeah. yeah. To cool. add to what Chris said, like not just for cosplay, but like. Again, with Overwatch, it stands out because again, the roster is is already pretty different in terms of like, you know, attractiveness. So like, so for example, look at Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't know if if any of you played, but um, if you look at the armor design, like if the girl, so because you, you obviously you have different armors. So if the girl is like has a bikini armor, then the man has a chainmail thong. It's like it's very very equal. So if in the same the next patch they decide to add like a very um, sexual female character, like you know, she say she's like an NPC and she's doing all these butt poses. No one would blink because already they do things so fairly that it's like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, okay. you know, one more thing, yeah. And it and it creates um a more a less toxic environment. I, I wanna yeah. I wanna get that across. When there's not a lot of bickering going on and like you know about you know this controversial pose, this controversial bit of armor, it makes mm -hmm. the gaming experience a lot better. Yeah, 14 is one of the nicest communities I've been in, and um, so yeah, that's that's basically what I think. But yeah, I think I mean, yep. I think one of the biggest takeaways I've kind of learned about this idea of sexuality in gaming or over-sexualization, etc., is that like my personal opinion is if. Like I don't personally have a problem with with sexualized characters in yeah. either in either way genders whether it's male or female, mm -hmm. but I do identify that there aren't as many. I mean, not to say that there aren't any. Um, of course, there aren't as many uh, scenarios where you have uh, more scantily clad men. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so my biggest example <laughs> of this is a joke that I made in the Black Money podcast thread. <laughs> yes, here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> I want to introduce this idea of baby dick syndrome. Boom! There it is. And I want I want to address I want to address it because I think I think not all women, but I think yeah. there are a bigger number of women who are just as perverted as guys are. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> yeah. One, one of the things I noticed about Dead or Alive when I played it a lot is that mm -hmm. there were a lot of women playing Dead or Alive and a lot of women who enjoyed seeing these characters portrayed in this movie. Um, and one of the other things I noticed is that there were some costumes for men that were brought into the game that were also very revealing. Uh, which I think I most people appreciated about it, but most people don't center their opinions about the game based on what the males are wearing. Obviously. But mm -hmm. at the same time, uh, the guys in that game... Say it. <laughs> who, don't, 
wear many clothes have baby dicks. Boom. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what the decision making process was behind that. <laughs> it's Ken, it's a Ken, uh, it's a Barbie, uh, like the, Ken the Ken doll. Yeah. It's Why like, don't they have any bulge there where the <laughs> penis is supposed to be? Like yeah, it really exactly. wouldn't have been an issue if they had given that same attention to the booby physics. Exactly. Oh, on, on, on the dick physics. No. Dick so physics. I, and that way, like, I'm disappointed that they didn't do that in the game. Because, mind you, they spent a great deal of time and energy making sure those boobies looked as supple <laughs> as possible. You tell me you couldn't put half that energy into, a, you know, a guy's characters? Oh, come on. That's bullshit. Yeah. You know, they're, they're... And again, I, I love DOA. I love, I love that... Scantily clad women in that game. I, like, I, I yeah. love, I love that stuff. But I also, I personally wouldn't mind, and I don't think most guys would mind if they had some of that attention put towards some jiggle physics for the guys. You know, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. something and women would there. love that as well. I mean, let's. Yeah, yeah exactly. See, I'd buy the game for that. Yes. <laughs> honesty is, dude. Honesty is clutch, and yeah, it, it's 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 so true because I mean, like you can have, you know, you know, dick, you know, dick wagging physics, and you can go in depth into it. <laughs> but you can't. But I'm serious. Like, there's certain games, like, and even in UFC, some EA games, there is nothing there. And mm-hmm. then a lot of people would come, you know, would like to be like, oh, have you ever heard of combat cock? And like, you know, how you're, when you're <laughs> and stuff like that. Wait, that there's a term in in, in uh, martial arts, UFC, and stuff like that, when all the blood wow. is you know is being used into your muscles, and the least used muscle while you're fighting, I would hope, would be your dick. So <laughs> be it would shrink up. It would. It's like pool syndrome, you know. It's just like cold, cold water. Okay, it's just okay. like it would shrink up. It's pretty much the same thing. All right, and like a lot of people would argue that way for UFC, but I'm like, you can't argue that it's like a fucking Ken doll. It's like nothing. Not that. There's not that. There's. Yeah. One of the other examples of a game that I think does sexuality in a really uh, interesting and fun way, um, in kind of a more mature sense, is Witcher. Which, by the way, again, people at home know I've been advocating for The Witcher 3 for as long as I can remember. I gotta finish that too. Yeah, great game. Um, And The Witcher 3, I remember watching a developer's commentary talk about them actually heavily considering putting in um, a dick physics system in that game (laughs) for, for Geralt. And I'm kind of sad that they decided not to put it in because they said it was the way they had it implemented before they were launching the game was a little silly. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that was an opportunity for them to step to the mantle a little bit in that regard, though. Yeah, be the hero that this industry needs but doesn't necessarily want. Because <laughs> Witcher is a game that, like, I don't. I haven't played, but I know that they have improved a lot from the second one. Because I remember the second one, you could collect, like, you know, sex cards, and it was just kind of like, uh, I don't know if this game is for me, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And they did get rid of that in the third one, and they've they bagged, you know, um, more awesome female characters. So it's, yeah, it seems like something that that, that, that they obviously noticed and are working on. Mm-hmm. It's true. No, no, no. I mean, it's yeah. like Will said, imagine if, imagine... Being Doug Cockle and just being like, you hit Doug Cockle, <laughs> we'll be on screen. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> By the way, people at home who don't know, Doug Cockle was on our podcast and it was fucking amazing. 
fucking awesome. I miss that guy. Doug, if you're listening to this, we miss you. <laughs> yeah, we miss the naughty. Um, yeah. And I want to. I want to also address that there's a. There are a lot of games that do do sexualize male characters in in ways that oh, yeah. I, I think are good. So again, Witcher is one of those examples. Metal Gear, pretty yeah. much all of the Metal Gear games. It was ahead of its time. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm-hmm. I will say this: so JRPGs do a, a generally better job. Not better, but they, they they do focus more on female fans as well than um, a lot of Western games. Like again, like you know how Final Fantasy have seen. Um, like remember, you know the whole Sydney thing, how she's really sexy, but not mm-hmm. like obviously there are some comments, but not that many people complain because you know your whole cast is a cast of pretty boys. Yeah. And, you know, and Gladio, Gladiolus has his shirt open, and it's like it's Final Fantasy in general, JRPGs just have been very. Um, there's always your token pretty boy, so there's something for everyone, basically. Mm. Which is great because it yeah. does help out both sides of the argument. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any games that uh, either Dream Manifested, Mona, or May can think of that do uh, sexuality uh, well? Like in terms of like uh, incorporating some more sexuality on the male side too? Because I, I mean, wanna... I, you've already said Witcher, so I feel like that would be the first one that like comes to mind. Um, That's a sexy game. I don't, you know. I was gonna say like God of War, but I feel like that's not like sexy as much as it's like mm. overly yeah. aggressive for like no reason. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just wearing his little kilt or like what? <laughs> yeah. So like I don't think he's wearing that so that like to like to be sexy. I think he's just wearing it because yeah, look just like so he's gonna he have died all, in it. like rippling muscles like animated in the game. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. to add to more of like him being a badass. So I don't think they really did it to like sexualize Kratos. It's more of like mm. yeah. we just want you to know that he doesn't skip leg day or whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> he doesn't skip he leg day. Yeah, like that's it. <laughs> they find that kind of thing, you know, that to be sexy. Right. So that is a great question: is whether or not people do think? Because like from my perspective. Like as a as a dude, like I I don't always know kind of like what is the default sexy thing. So like I think of like muscular men as like a very sexy thing for. Well, for... it's sorry. Um, oh, go ahead. Like it's uh, all about intent. Like uh, Kratos and you know Conan and all these they're they're huge. They're muscular and I don't speak for all women. Like I don't really not trying to like huge muscles, but there are some women who who are. Um. So again, that's like that's just opinion. But mm-hmm. like you know like uh, like what you said, Kratos is. His, the whole intent is to look aggressive and scary. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were posing seductively on the cover, or if you were, like, I don't know, hanging out with, I mean, you could. There's, it's all based on intent, really. So, um, like Conan, yeah, he looks, uh, he's muscular, he's shirtless, but like if you see the background, it's all a bunch of like you know half-naked women hanging around him. Now, if he were like you know posing sexually and stuff like that, then you'd be like, oh, hey, Conan, it'd be it'd be different. <laughs> it's all on intent. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Kratos kind of like kind of like lifting up a bit of his skirt, just like showing some more thighs. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I, I think I would advocate for that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make this happen. Hashtag Small. baby dick and hashtag Kratos. Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't give Kratos a baby dick. Don't do it. Do it. Uh, I really hate you. I think it really well. 
portrays sexuality is, is Dragon Age because again it has like something for everyone and um, you can play as male or female, you can romance whoever you want, bi, gay, straight. Um, and the characters are very different too. Like you have you have like muscular characters, slim characters, you know, pretty boys. It, it's like it's one of those games that like I think does really well in hitting all the points. Yes. Um, yeah. So like for um, a game that treats sexuality well, I think that Dragon Age is definitely top. Mm -hmm. Top of the list. Yeah. Also Dorian. So. Dor Dorian. Yes, like, Dorian. I have like the biggest like guy crush. He's a character in that, and he's just like. You you know those like guys or or the you know your same sex that you look at and you're like holy fuck you're so beautiful like, <laughs> like that's me and Dorian like that's glorious man I will say mm -hmm. I exactly it's just like your mustache is beautiful <laughs> even perfect <laughs> the Dorian um, test looked amazing by the way so you should, oh yeah. thank you oh thank you <laughs> but yeah so the final question I have mm -hmm. to you guys, or the final topic, one of the hot topics, of course, is regarding the situation with Nintendo versus Abby Rap. Versus what? Uh, Allison Rap. Mm. So it is a hard one. It's a hard yeah. one because there's still some information that I'm not totally clear on. Mm -hmm. I'm not really um, familiar with this. Can you elaborate a little on what the uh, topic is? For sure. So. I again, there's some information that I I don't know all the details about, but I'll try to do my best to wrap it up. And I think uh, both Mona and May might know a little bit more about this than I do. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe <laughs> um, Nintendo and Allison Rapp. So Allison Rapp, she was a spokesperson, kind of a marketing spokesperson for uh, for Nintendo over on the West Side, so uh, over in America, and. She was recently terminated from Nintendo um, following kind of this online harassment, um, following some alleged information about her having another job on the side in addition to what she does at Nintendo. Um, Nintendo hasn't completely elaborated on what it is that she did that caused them to terminate her, but um, Basically, she was moonlighting, which is something people in the industry refer to as someone who is uh, also working another job uh, in addition to what they do for working for a company. So um, the information that I don't know pertains to that is what that other job was um, and how that affected the decision-making process behind terminating her. Um, but there has also been a lot of kind of um, online harassment in regards to, like, people blaming her for uh, them removing certain features from the the uh, Japanese version of, I believe uh, it was uh, Fire Emblem. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they kind of put some of the blame on removing of certain sexual features or sexual-related things to the game. Um, and, and I don't know if there was another example of another game that she was also blamed for, but I do remember seeing some posts where she defended the decision to keep that stuff in the game versus taking that yeah. stuff out. So... I think there's been a lot of mis misinformation on the on the web in general regarding what her stances are on certain things. Um, and then there was another tweet that was dug up. There was two. There were two main things that were dug up that I, I saw that were just like kind of jarring. Not jarring. One of them was jarring. One of them was fine. So one of them was um, there was some tweet made regarding uh, uh, child pornography, uh, and apparently, according to whoever it is who dug up the tweet, uh, she posted a tweet talking about a man who was taken um, 
who was arrested for having possession of child pornography after some kids broke into his, his home and stole some CDs, and then they found it, so they reported him to the, yeah. uh, the police. The authorities. To the authorities, right. So that was part one. People, uh, she, she put a post about that saying, I'm tired of this political bullshit type of thing. Uh, or, or I don't remember the, the exact words that were used there, but um, that seemed a little out of character for the other stuff mm-hmm. I've seen from her. I don't know her personally, but from like what I've seen about her and kind of her, her mantra, it seems very out of character. So I personally think that she either got hacked or that was not put there by her. Um, and then the other part of it was uh, posting, revealing photos of herself um, as a Nintendo spokesperson. So uh, I wanted to open the discussion based off of that information. I mean, you, anyone else who knows more about it as well, please interject and, and provide some more background information. Ooh, so all I know is what you're telling me. But So she posted those photos willingly, right? It's not like they were leaked or... Stolen no, from she posted it herself. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, well, I, mean, I don't know about Nintendo policies or what they have for that, but, yeah, I don't know if I know enough about this, to be honest. Um, I guess I'll hear what you guys are thinking first, and I'll interject. It's such a hard topic to talk about. Yeah. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much, uh, there's not enough information out, there's not enough... Uh, what, you know, details of a contract, or what yeah. clauses... Yeah, the contract especially, like, what... Yeah. What can you do for moonlighting? What you can't do? Would this interfere with a clause that have that you know you're promoting for Nintendo? Mm-hmm. All that you know legal jargon. It's just it's it's you don't know a lot about it. I mean, if she posed provocative photos and Nintendo was you know didn't like it, then you know, and they mm-hmm. fired her for that. I mean, uh, well, that's that's the weird part. We don't know why she fired her because you know I know her. I've met her. Um, like I follow her. We, we talk from time to time, but. The thing is that she's very active on Twitter. She's very opinionated. She loves to put herself out there, you know, post selfies. And, you know, she's it's her Twitter, so she, you know, represents herself the best way she wants to represent herself. And a lot of people had a problem with that. They just didn't like, you know, a Nintendo spokeswoman who's a female, you know, posting half-naked pictures and being very opinionated on over-sexualizing, like, matters. So mm-hmm. what happened is I think Gamergate, was attacking her for three or four weeks. You know, I would go on Twitter and they would just be pulling up, like, stuff from her history, from her past. They even pulled up, like, a thesis, a master paper that she wrote about, um, like, child pornography, and they're like, Nintendo, how could you hire a person like this? Like, who does blah, 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 blah. So it's been, like, an ongoing harassment thing for her for three to four weeks. And yeah. I know she went to Japan for, um, I think, her honeymoon with her husband, and when she came back, I think it was a week and a half later, she was fired. So everyone's like, Nintendo wasn't present at all to be like, oh, this is my employee. I think you guys should stop harassing my employee. <laughs> or, you know, say something. She's your spokeswoman. So I thought it was weird yeah. on their part for not for them not to say, like, Gamergate needs to stop and just take a stand for one of their employees. But th- once they heard about, uh, you know, her harassment, they actually went on her Twitter. That's what I've heard. And they've, you know, mm-hmm. seen her pictures, seen her opinions, seen what she was talking about and everything. And then they said they terminated her. So she was talking about, like, she didn't say why she was terminated because she didn't want it to be a public matter, even though it was a massive public matter. And she was just saying it was just, you know, due to Gamergate and all this stuff. And then once Nintendo started getting a ton of slack, they released a statement. And in the statement, they were saying, like, um, you know, we terminated her contract because it was, like, an unethical decision. Like, she decided to go to another work something else when our policy only says, like, you're supposed to have one job at the time. 
And uh, then they put on the bottom, like in their statement, they were like, oh, but we, do support, we don't support any bullying, harassment of any of our employees, and we always take a stand and stand up for anybody who's harassed. But the weird Which thing was is wrong. They haven't stood up for her at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. There was no umbrella. No one Nintendo umbrella. You would think a company as you know public as Nintendo would go out of their way to be like, hey, you know, can you stop harassing our, you know, our spokesperson? That would help, especially yeah, with Gamergate. That's they dropped the ball. On that I, I, I feel so sorry for her, especially it's Gamergate that's after. Mm -hmm. yeah. But like for them to just kind of just pull a matter, you know, I don't know their policy. I don't know if you can have two jobs or something. And she put on her Twitter and said that she can. That it was in their policy that she can have two jobs, but the right. man was like, "No, like that's not the truth." And then they tried to cushion it with the statement of like, "We still respect her, care about her." And then the next day, they released their game, and right, it's over. <laughs> so, do we know for sure whether or not that is allowed in their policy? I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's why I said there's not a lot of information out, especially for her contract. If her contract became public, for I, which I doubt will. We won't know. I mean, yeah. but the one thing that Nintendo did fuck up with is, oh, we don't respect, you know, we don't, we don't take kindly to uh, people being, uh, you know, our employees being bullied, and she got bullied for three to four weeks. Where was the, yeah. where was the defense then? Where was the defense then? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, it's like saying, oh, we will cover you in case of this, and never do it. It's kind of like, where's, where's exactly. the truth? Where's, where's the bullshit right here? You know, you guys didn't help out. You, I got massacred on Twitter for the three to four weeks by Gamergate, and you guys just kind of sat there with your thumbs just twiddling in your ass. Like I know they're family oriented, like a family oriented company and stuff, but I feel like it's very sexist because she's a woman, very opinionated, very comfortable in her own skin, and posting all what she wants and stuff. I feel like sometimes big companies and publishers don't want to be associated with that. Like, there, I see a so ton of men. Yeah, I see a ton of men who have high-end jobs, you know, for Activision and et cetera, yeah. and they're posting everything and talking about stuff and, you know, stuff that I think should be just private, but they're putting it out there, but no company has, you know, reprehended them. Yeah. So, it's, mm -hmm. You bring up an excellent point that does seem very sexist, especially in the fact that um, when 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 a guy does it, it's confident, and then when a girl mm -hmm. does it, it's like, oh, you just awesome. want attention. It's, a, it's, a, it's right. really fucking annoying that that's, that's what it's viewed as. I mean... Yeah. I will I will play devil's advocate in, in pointing out that um, that I've seen males also terminated, uh, but not because of usually sexist or sex sexual related stuff. Um, so I'll, I'll use this example of someone I got to actually meet an interview um, for Evolve. So Josh Olin um, used to work for for uh, 2K for Evolve for their studio Evolution Studios, I think it is, or not Evolution Studios. It was like. A, Turtle, Turtle Rock, Rock. Yeah. Turtle Rock yeah. yeah. And he was actually let go for voicing his opinion about something uh, in regards to the, uh, it was the LA Clippers, their 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 former manager, I think. Oh, the former, uh, yeah, yeah, how he was a very big racist and yeah. how. The, the, and so Josh actually <laughs> spoke out about about the situation, and and the only thing he actually said, here's here's where Twitter gets people fired, and here here's where it gets all fucked up, like. I use Twitter as a, as a means of communicating with people, but I hate the fact that it can it only gives you a limit of certain words that you can use to make a statement. So what Josh actually did was he made a statement about um, how he disagreed with the fact that uh, that his freedom of speech was was uh, was disregarded when it came to like someone privately filming 
something or something like that. But he but he said a following statement after that that he he, he disagreed with what the Clippers uh, manager was saying in general. He was like, make no mistake, like I think it's racist and fucked up, but I also think it's fucked up that his privacy was invaded in this way, and that was used against him. Um, and and uh, Terry Ruxley was even like that, and so they they terminated him. But that's that's kind of bullshit. I mean, he's he's not saying it in a very. Uh, see, the thing is, it's like you have social media, so you can vent about these kinds of things, and whoever else will hear you, it's fine. You know, as long as you're comfortable with that. But at the same time, he wasn't just saying, oh, you know, this is racist to an extent, and then he went off on all this rant. I mean, he was just saying that he was playing both sides. It's like, yes, he's a fucking racist, but he's, his privacy shouldn't have invaded. And, you know, both sides of the argument, he was playing devil's advocate, as he said. It's, I, I don't, different studio, I mean, different companies, different policies, different contracts. Obviously, that's, I mean, like I said, details and contracts are very important. Clauses are important. If you're in breach of something and they want to fire your ass, you better believe they're gonna fire your ass. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like overall, like the industry has such a sensitivity towards people having any form of like opinion, um, yeah. and and it's kind of like a weird like double-edged sword. And I think it's because the industry itself has this kind of like identity crisis. Doesn't really know like what it is. Like, oh, are we like mm -hmm. fully like art? Like, are we mature enough to really take on such like? Um, controversial like topics and things mm -hmm. like that and really like put that in our games and in our media and and are we mature enough to a point where we can be okay with our staff and our people who are making these games um, you know living their life in a way that you know we might not necessarily agree with but we have to be able to understand that the world doesn't isn't always gonna work our way because mm -hmm. I think for such a long time gaming was a niche like audience but now it's so massive like multi-billion dollar industry like and yeah. they won't accept that a woman is confident in her sexuality and is willing to put that out there and, yeah. and I think it's it's ridiculous that Allie got so much she got so much hate and so much bullshit over like oh the the fire emblem thing and like so much oh, other yeah. stuff when she literally had no actual part in that and Nintendo did not step up to say, well, this is actually not the person who was employed on this project, or this is not the mm -hmm. person who had anything to do with that. So, like, to really clarify that and make her life easier, yeah. but they just want to put her yeah. as their spokesperson when it kind of suits them, and then yeah. not really back it up. It's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little, like, one-sided. Um, it is. And, and, I mean, honestly, like, it is such a big corporation, and, and it is that double-edged sword where you can say, yeah, like, you're representing a huge company, like, you really have to be mindful of, like, what you post and such and such, but it's almost, like, ridiculous to believe that such a big corporation is going to have every employee be exactly the same and not yeah. have their own, like, different um, hobbies and, and, and ways, yeah, that they want to live their life and things that they want to yeah. share. Like, really, you employ, like, how many people and mm. you want them all to just be perfectly in line, like, it ain't gonna happen. It never, even exactly. in a perfect world, that would never happen. And here's the other thing that kind of bothers me about it as well. So, one, I want to say, like, in I don't want to say in defense of Gamergate people. There are people. I don't think Gamergate is even a thing anymore. I think people who've who've mostly associated themselves with Gamergate, who've been on the more kind of ethical side of it, don't associate themselves with Gamergate anymore. So the people kind of left yeah. behind talking about it are mm -hmm. people who are the doxers, are people who were. Um, the people doing all that awful stuff. Like again, I'm I'm not mm -hmm. going to define an entire community of people voicing their opinion based on 
the few who have been totally in the wrong, like saying all this horrible shit, um, saying and and doing all this horrible shit, revealing information to people to like threaten their lives and stuff like that. Like there were people embedded into that who who yeah. were outside of what I guess people within Gamergate were initially trying to do by voicing mm-hmm. their concerns. So one, I want to say that, um, and two, Nintendo. This is t- in a different vein, but it's also the same. Like they brought on Bayonetta, which is a highly sexualized, highly stylized game in general, mm-hmm. and they did a Playboy photo shoot to advertise the game. I saw that, yeah. So why is this all of a sudden an issue to have someone who's a spokesperson, who was an adult, a consenting adult? Yeah. All of a sudden, an issue. Like, obviously, Nintendo is more about their family side, but there's a whole other audience that sh- that, that content mm-hmm. will cater to. So it, it's exactly true. That's I mean, why I'm bothered it, by that. Do you think it's the, 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 the grand faces known as Nintendo, Super Mario, you know, like other game, family-friendly games, yet there's the side of it, like you said, with the, the Bayonetta photo shoot and stuff like that. Do you think that they want to just kind of just pull a fast one on you? It's kind of like, yeah, we'll do this, but here, this is us. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think so. Like, I feel like that's that's the vibe I was getting. Um, and it's kind of like that same thing where gaming, like, as an industry, again, is trying to be like, they can't really accept that, like, oh, we do have a really like diverse demographic that plays our content, and it's okay for a con- for a single company to have both the family oriented side of it as well as like the super sexy games that they want to put out. Like, um, there's no single like movie publisher, like, director or whatever, who's only going to be like, okay, we're only doing, like, G-rated movies because that's what film is, you know? <laughs> so I don't know why games is like, well, we're Nintendo. We only cater to, like, a family-oriented thing, which which is fine, but they, when you also have other franchises that um, that aren't, they don't fit in that mold, like, why not just embrace it and just, you know, exactly. accept it and go with it? Mm-hmm. And then you'll get, and then... You know, you're, you're, you'll see it, your, your target audience even would want to purchase more of your games. You never know. It's yeah. you never know what will come out of you know being like you know what. Yes, we're Nintendo, but also we're we love sexy stuff and look at us in Japan and like the, the whole petting thing. You know, like from um, mm-hmm. you know, Fire Emblem. It's like that's that's also us. We're we can cater to the family friendly stuff, but at the same time, if you're in a consenting adult and you like this kind of shit, here you go. Exactly. Like, it's weird. Know. Like, the industry's still, like, growing up. It's funny. Yeah, exactly. You say that, but it's true. Like, I mean, if we're talking, like you just said, it used to be a niche, you know, kind of. But now look at it. It's barely, if we're going back, it's barely 25, 26. Maybe yeah, even like, a little bit more. Yeah, 30 years yeah, old. And that's nothing. That's Good. nothing. That's, what were you that's about nothing. To say, Christine? Christine? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> what were you about to say? I thought I, thought I saw your name pop oh, up. No, I wasn't. I, was, okay. I just went to get something. I, I'm just eating cereal. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> i got to turn the camera off. <laughs> so I, 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 what, what are your thoughts for me? I haven't, I haven't heard you say too much. Like, again, what, me? Or? Oh, well, both of you. Yeah, because I, I think, Christine, you're just learning about some of the stuff that's happening. Uh, so let's go to you yeah. first and then Jamail. Yeah, like, again, I'm not too um, familiar with what's going on. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with what you've all been saying. Like, it's kind of weird that, like, we don't know what she was let go for exactly. And, like, we don't know what was in the contract. But, um, yeah, I don't really know, actually, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 
just kind of like listening to what you guys have been saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to stay neutral in this situation, but it feels yeah. like Nintendo's in the wrong to me. Yeah. Yeah. It sets a dangerous precedent for like generally moving forward in the gaming industry, like what people are or aren't allowed to do in their personal lives when it comes to like yep. representing. Yeah. It's weird. I feel like that's a major thing though, because like when I started working at IGN, I didn't know if I could fully be myself or if I would have to represent them in a certain way. Like I can't maybe post like my tweets or I can't cuss or can't put like you know. Like I feel like you have to um, represent them in another way, but. That I feel like sometimes that takes away from your voice as a person. Absolutely. You know? So I don't think that should be a major thing, and I feel some companies are starting to be very open in that part and not reprimand, reprimanding their, uh, you know, employees in that. So I just don't feel like it's right to take a person's voice just because they're working with a company. And this is one of the very reasons why I want to work for self. <laughs> 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 I mean, just for all the types of things that we've discussed today, I mean, like the whole uh, the thing for Overwatch, uh, I don't feel, like I said, we've had that discussion, I didn't feel it was necessary for them to make that change. Uh, if, it, if it was due, like, to their own inner work, it's like they had a discussion within the company, like, you know what, guys, I don't know, but just off of based on someone's crying about it, you know, I don't, I don't feel that it's necessary then, so... For me personally, you know, I want to create video games, and I have the reasons for why I want to create video games. So, if something you don't particularly like it, you don't have to buy it. Just like it's the same token with YouTube. People leave all these stupid ass comments on YouTube. This video, is well, you know what you can do? You can hit the back button and stop watching it. You didn't have to watch the whole 15 minute video. To, mm-hmm. to, you know, you didn't like it, so. I think people are so opinionated to the point they just want to be heard, and <laughs> they don't necessarily need to be heard. <laughs> That's true, though. That is so true. I just feel like people just talk, and they just want to be heard, and it's just like, yeah. shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> so while um, you want to be politically correct, you don't want to be offensive. But just because someone is crying wolf, just for, oh, I don't like it. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, that's, exactly. That's, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's a fucking nice way to hit the nail on the head, dude. Yeah, right? And <laughs> yeah, I want to give everyone an opportunity to kind of say their closing statements. Um, <laughs> because I think that was a, a very, really very well-rounded. I mean, I, again, everyone, even in the podcast or at home, uh, doesn't necessarily have to always agree with everything, right? There's a there's an avenue for us to continue these discussions to, to to facilitate growth within ourselves, within the industry, within the things that we love. Um, and I I just like I I just hope and encourage that people when they do discuss like we've we're obviously doing a really good job of being like civil with with what we do and don't disagree with. There's some people out there who are incapable of being civil when they talk about the things they do and don't agree with. So. I just hope that people will think about that when they have these conversations, when they they, they want to talk about these things. They want to continue seeing this industry evolve. Is that everyone just keep it civil? Understand mm. that there are there are things that we will agree and, and disagree with, but it's important to hear hear what these people's with what everyone's thoughts are. So you gain understanding. Sure. Exactly. 
say that again, bro. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> piggybacking off what Will said. <laughs> piggybacking off what uh, Will said, it's it's true. Just civility goes a long way. I mean, we we can have a healthy debate, and we can both learn something. Mm-hmm. That's that's what a debate is. You can learn something from both sides, and then. You know, you'd be like, oh, now I know this about this, and oh, I know I was misinformed about this, and now I have this knowledge, and I can apply it to my, you know, to my future or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. else anyone would like to uh, to bring in? I think you all kind of like hit it right on the head. Just like, you know, you don't have to love something um, for someone else to like enjoy it. Um, and it's just kind of like having that maturity to disagree with people in a civil way is is a big deal, and it goes a long way for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Christine, anything to add about super sexy guys? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this about um, creative works is that um, yeah, definitely it's like it's the artist's own um, you know creativity what they want to add, but I guess if they if they also promise equality and want they want to brand themselves as like a a game for the melting pot of our society, then there is there are certain things that they do have to look at, like um, you know, like if they, they say that this is a game for everyone, but then they add some things that obviously aren't, then it's like, well, you know, so it's it's like a it's there's there's both sides to it. I feel like. Yeah. Mhm. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, people at home who are watching now live or watching later later. Um, later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to thank you all for for joining on this this excellent conversation we've been having about all these things. We usually don't have podcasts this long, but we have more people than usual, and we have very uh, very controversial things that we were discussing during this podcast. Uh, but I think we I think we've we've gotten a chance to really explore and talk about a lot of these really uh, important things and a lot of interesting things. Uh, thank you guys so much again for your time. Um, I do plan on playing some games after this. Probably might eat something and then play. So if you guys want to get on and play something, we should definitely do that. <laughs> Destiny. Division. Uh, Division. Do you have We're it on PS4 doing... or Xbox? I don't want an Xbox. Yeah, that's right. You play with me. I like the cheaper. I like the cheaper alternative to yeah. the Division called the Edition. The Edition. I'm horrible with puns. I'm horrible. What did you say? What was your stats the other day about the mountain or whatever? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. How do mountains see? They peak. Ah. Uh, range of jokes, Chris. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that made my day at work. I was so, you know, <laughs> I, so... I was just, you know what? Where can people at home check out more Mona? Where can they get more of that Mona? Um, on Twitter at Mona, M-O-N-A-A-I-Y-E-D. So. Where can people go get some more May? Uh, also on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, it's at May, I had M-A-I-E-A-I-Y-E-D. Um, yeah. Where can people go get more Dream Manifested? They can go to twitch.tv Dream Manifested. It's Dream Manifested on uh, IG and uh, what's the other thing? Twitter. And I'm trying to get back in. Twitter's hard. Yeah, it is. Uh, where can people go get more, Chris? Um, you can't really. 
I'm not really going to Okay, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, there is my cosplay page, which I, I'll be a bit more active. A-E-R-L-I-N-N cosplay. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Where can people go to get more Chris and his kitty cat? Yeah, I mean, um, I have a... You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Tumblr. Uh, it's Yoru, I-T-S-Y-O-R-U. And um, just come message, hang out, play games. You know, I'm going to get into streaming and cosplay. That's my new thing that I'm going to do. So Yay. I'm going to be doing that. Yeah, we're so going to do that. Uh, Will and I were talking about that just uh, just for Black Oni, just to just sit down and be like, in cosplay and play my game. So see, this is another reason why I need more revealing costume, because in the summertime, I'm not going to stay in fucking armor. Like... Yes, I'm gonna be doing that. Oh, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be streaming Final Fantasy 15 in Noctis cosplay, like fully out, and have my sword. And, like, I want to build a throne. I'm just <laughs> just play games for like hours on end. But um, yeah, I'll be definitely uh, streaming that one. So come check us out. And how about you, Will? Where can we find you, bud? Uh, people can just go to blackoni.com. They'll get links to all that other shit. <laughs> because the thing that sucks is that like I would have made YouTube youtube.com slash black only but somebody took it <laughs> and then like we should find him and ask him to just like delete that account it was me <sighs> fuck you oh. <laughs> um, someone on Twitter took black only so I'm black only six on Twitter and then on Instagram I'm actually black only so I don't know how he didn't pick that one up but whatever nice I don't know. And the thing is, like the tw- I've talked about this before. The Twitter guy, he goes by Black Zeus, so I don't know why he took Black Oni. That's definitely not why? the same thing. Why the fuck would he do what? I don't he know. should buy it off of, off of him. I should. <laughs> like, hey, I'll give you like twenty bucks. <laughs> be like, I'll give you a burger king coupon. Twenty bones, bruh. <laughs> so um, we're gonna go offline, uh, but everyone at home, thank you so much for joining us on this excellent uh, excellent podcast, But Why. <laughs> that still cracks me up. Booty! Booty! And as always, <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. Game on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Oh.